Hey, all you daddies out there. Welcome to episode 219 of Dun and Drew. We are deep in the heart of the 2021. Do you call it 20? Do you, okay, so we're in the playoffs. When you look back at this in five years, are you going to call this the 2021 playoffs or the 2022 playoffs? I'm going to call it the 2021 playoffs because this is the 2021 season, season jinx. Sucks that it hockey, I think, is the only sport that doesn't cross years, so that's easy. Oh, yeah, but in the NFL, it's tough. Like, what do you call this? I think it is a 2021 playoffs, yeah. It's ingrained in my brain that whatever season that they're playing in, yeah, that's what this playoffs and Super Bowl will be called. Got you. All right, roll the intro. We're going to uh, oh, oh, bye. I forgot this was next to me. Been in the gym the past two days. I'm feeling myself. Don't shake your head. I just, I, well, completely leaving me out of the gym, you're, you're the gym thing. I, it's just, it's hard to wait to 5.30 sometimes when I'm, you know, here and lonely and wanting to get a shred lonely, on. Lonely, lonely. Well, maybe we should, ah, fuck it. Waking up is just. <laughs> Bro, that. Especially that, when it's cold. That, that's 6.30 a.m. gym, that ain't doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> The perfect time for me right now is 10 a.m. Especially when it's 50 degrees out. It's, I don't know how you people in the north, hmm? it just it just rained, rained. It just snowed, snowed three feet everywhere. up north in Canada. Oh, Canada. Three feet. It's, it's snowing like that in the States. Yeah. Okay. Ohio, Iowa, Virginia. I don't know how if you live in the Midwest or up north, I don't know how you deal or in the mountains, I don't know how you how you work out, how you go to work in the snow and the waking up when it's no motivation. It gets dark for you at like four. It's cold. That's like, I'm depressed already mm. living here in Florida when it gets, when it gets dark at five thirty. like, that's just so upsetting. And it, it's, what do you do? You get home from work. It's night. You cook and you go to bed <sighs> and you yeah. drink wine. Uh, Chill. They're up north right now getting sad as hell listening to this. Yeah. Well, they'll just let you know that the grass is not green on the other side. It's getting dark here and it's nearly 50 degrees outside right now in Florida. Well, we're in North Florida. So if you go a little south, it'll be all right. But Jacksonville is a little chilly, a little, a little brisk. But hello and welcome to episode 219 of the Dun & Drew pod. Super wild card weekend just passed. It was more like. Mid. Mid wild card weekend. It felt like the college football semis. Yeah. <laughs> Just blowouts every game. And you know, we love football over here. We love watching these love games. Love football here. This is we this is a football house. It's football house. Number one in, in forever. And we get these these shitty ass games towards the end of the season. You know, we get it like an eighth month break before the next game start. And this is how we're gonna go out. Some blowouts. Uh, hey, job not finished. Job not finished. Just wait. Next week, this weekend. Ooh, I got some good games for you. They look good on paper, but so did these. Except Steelers Chiefs. <laughs> but do we do we need the seventh seed? Eagles and Steelers got ran. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, you got to blame Brandon Staley. 
if he uh. if if he doesn't call that timeout, we have Raiders and Chargers in Chargers versus the Chiefs, I think, or maybe Chargers, I don't know. But I don't know how they would have shaken out. We but gotten somebody better. Is what yeah, it would it would have been it would have at least made maybe one more game better. But yes, it was a overall mid Very. NFL weekend. Um, best game was one that was was comical at the end. 49ers Cowboys yeah. was the best game of the weekend. But I kind of predicted that because I felt that 49ers were very underrated coming into this playoffs and did say Cowboys will be one and done. So feeling good about my uh, predictions going into the rest of this postseason, even though my fraudinals mm, couldn't do embracing. the damn thing. But I must say that I was riding them strictly because of fantasy. And now fantasy's over, so. Yeah, but, you know, I, I still had something in my heart for them against these Rams, and they just, much like last season, second half of the year, there I, I, I saw a stat about Cliff Kingsbury's, like, last five seasons going from NFL to college to finish the season. He is very, very bad. Uh, now, I don't know if it's coincidental, if it's something about his personality or his coaching traits, but... Sometimes the eye test and the stats don't lie. Uh, Cardinals will keep him. Yeah. He'll be the coach I, again I hope, next year. Like he's, that's not, you don't get fired because of that. No. You make playoff. you playoffs. Making playoffs is hard in the NFL. You don't fire your coach and you make playoffs. Like the Mike McCarthy talk, relax. Whoa. Ah, there relax. are some fireable offenses. Like Brandon Staley. Well, uh, he's gone. He I, he's, he's fired after that game. And I know he didn't make the playoffs. I know they like him down there or over there, wherever he is. Um, but, like, there are some things that, like, if you don't pass the eye test, uh, you're gone. Uh, I'm not going to stick it out just because that's status quo. Um, what One drive to win the game with the teams that are left, the offenses that are left. Now, I'm not just talking quarterback, offense. One drive to win the game. Which offense left in the playoffs do you trust most? Packers. Yeah, I think you have to say Packers. The the shit I've seen Aaron Rodgers do over the years with the talent he has, don't matter who he has. He gets down the field it don't matter. in less than 30 seconds. Yeah. I'm taking Rodgers. Like, would you say when the Cowboys had, like, 30 seconds to get into mm. to score? With no timeouts. Yeah. <laughs> you said this is, like, five minutes for Rodgers. Yeah, exactly. He would have chop, chop. Well, Cowboys were getting down the field, but Rodgers would have had – Way more awareness. The plays that Kellen yeah. Moore were, was calling to get the Cowboys down the field so quickly and to the sideline were pretty good. I know one of, one of them was that pitch play where I wasn't expecting it. I'm sure mm. the Niners weren't expecting it. Yeah, that was that was great. Game had me on the edge of my seat at the end there, but was, yeah, that was that was so good. Tony Romo too. Oh my God, Romo was rooting. So, we'll <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But Romo was rooting so hard yeah. for like them to spike it. <laughs> Romo was like uh, Jim Nance, I think, was freaking. I was like, "There's not gonna be enough time." Romo's like, "There's enough time. Get up there, clock it, clock it. You got enough time." And then when the ref came and, and touched the ball, he's like, "Uh oh." <laughs> uh, but Romo immediately knew uh, the ref has to touch the ball. Anyway, we'll get yeah. to that in a second. Let's hit. The we are the kings of the weekend. 
My king of the weekend this weekend, black people. Hello. That's you. Yes, uh, it is. Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, that shit loud as hell. I got it, it is. Uh, what did you think? I, I think of what? What did you, you think about this weekend? It was great. Great okay. week. Great, great weekend. Great holiday. Shout out MLK for, I was, t- I actually I'll say this about the king uh, <laughs> i was talking to somebody um i was like imagine if martin luther king was still alive right now he'd be 93 damn he would and i was like what what it'd be cool to just hear him just talk like we have the like imagine martin luther king in today's world like he got assassinated when he was 39 in like the 60s or something like the 50s or the 60s Imagine him living through all that time and being on TV and shit. I wonder what what he'd be saying right now. Well, what we live in right now. You know how he's like in history, he's universally respected by both sides. If he were still alive, one of the sides and he'd we, be canceled. Yeah, well, yeah, in a way, but one of the sides would say that he's too one way or another. Mm. Easily, yeah. yeah. I mean, no yeah, one they would. For no sure. one living right now is on one is like completely mutual, mutually respected. Yeah. So he would. Maybe it's a. Well, I'm not gonna say good thing that he died, but maybe it's a good thing he's not around right now. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have lived. His name wouldn't have lived on. I don't think the same. And he definitely would be distraught, fighting all these years and not well. We got to realize we do live in a much better time than back then. There's obviously there's still racism and shit, but like society now is the best it's ever been. Mm. Like the sixties and all that, fuck all of that shit. Like motherfucker, I couldn't even go to a water fountain in the same school as Andy. That's how bad it was back then. I couldn't imagine that shit right now. I'm sure we've talked about this shit on the pod before, but my point is, even though we still haven't gotten to where we want to be, obviously, because it's going to take you know, generations to change something like that, we've progressed. And you can see that just from the past 60 years as a nation. We've definitely progressed. But the ideals are still ingrained in society, and it's going to take generations to change that. So um, the problem now is that we have so many distractions that it's hard to put human rights and shit at the forefront of our, you know, care, give a shit so about many, list. So many fake distractions, too. Like, yeah. so many pointless distractions. Like, people got, you know, day-to-day jobs to go to, kids to raise. We Hella have pronouns. TikTok. I'm joking. Relax. <laughs> we got TikTok. Kinda. We got NFL games. Like, all this shit that we would rather give our attention to for entertainment is obviously <clears throat> going to trump, shout out, human rights activism because back in the 60s bro they barely had television they could just go in the streets and be like we want we want human rights we want uh civil rights now you just go home and go on twitter and bitch so that's why i think it's going to take a while but i digress shout out to darren Ravel. um he is one of the uh leaders in the black um the social Ravel. justice Darren Ravel, yeah. Really? I don't know if he saw, I don't know if he saw his. So, let me see if I can explain this. 
he had a tweet where <laughs> where he hold on I gotta I guess I'm too deep in so let me in too deep in too deep no no in too deep uh so he had a tweet and now it's like every time he tweets people reply with with his tweet because he deleted it <laughs> so was it bad I mean. Okay, but it's okay. You'll you'll see. He replied to something saying, "Calling me a racist is cute on this day, especially. I have one of the largest Martin Luther King Jr. collections in the world, and some of my closest friends are black." Now, when someone says one of my closest friends are black, immediately it's like a it's like a no no saying. It's like you can't say anymore that you don't see color, and I don't know when. Explain why that wouldn't be. Do you have any against anything against people that say I don't see color? Like, do you? I get what they're saying, but it's become something that you can't aren't allowed to say anymore. What do they, when they say that? What do they mean? They're like they, they, mean, they mean they're treating everybody the same. Yes. They don't see. Um, well, if 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 you're saying it like you don't have to say it like that. If you just treat everybody the same, you don't have to say you don't see color. Like why that shouldn't even be a thing that people say. Like you just. You just treat people the same. You don't have to announce, hey, I don't see color. Just treat people the same. You don't have to announce it. That's uh, like. Well, the the reason why people attack now people that say that is because they say, well, you should see my color and you should appreciate my. um, What? Uh, my. Uh, that's, that's where we get into the part of society that has grown into this bullshit of the bullshit banter. Like. I'm not on that side of people like don't see my color. Just realize we all fucking humans. I, if you're going to, obviously everybody sees color. We all will talk about it in private. So we don't have to announce it though. When Rovell said some of my closest friends are black, that's another one of those trigger word trigger phrases that people attack. Yeah. Um, I got plenty of black friends. Yeah. (laughs) My best friend's black. Uh, see my dog's black. See like, if I were accused of being racist, say I made a joke and it was, you know. Well, you've made plenty. Yeah, uh, maybe a little distasteful, <laughs> but I, I try not to make those. But say I do and I get called racist. Am I allowed to say, well, my stepdad is black and my best friend is black. My podcast co-host is black. Uh, <laughs> um, am I allowed to say that? Or I, I can see that you're not allowed to say that if if what you said is racist and you are, or you are doing something racist, you're using it as a cover up. But if you truly don't think you were and you maybe weren't, I can see how that's a proper defense. Yes. But it's not a proper defense because you can still be racist. Even having friends like that are black. Right. It's just a weird thing to, to say, like, Hey, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Okay. <laughs> but how do we know you- you're not calling me. We won't we won't have two podcasts in a row in with a, the hard in, R in three week span with the hard R. But yeah, once a month, <laughs> one a month, once a month is good for y'all. But um, who knows what that person is saying behind their back about their colored uh, friend? Yeah, but I mean, if There's, they're their friends, yeah, I don't know what you say about me. I'm not gonna say the hard R. Yeah, say the soft. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Some those phrases aren't necessary. Yeah, they're not necessary. And I feel like the people that are most scared of offend, offending people use those phrases. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. But the, I'm sure he meant that, you know, honestly. Like, hey, I got, you know, black friends. But it's just my people are going to be like, okay, we don't give a fuck. So should we listen to Darren Ravel's defense? Uh, he he hopped on a Twitter spaces to defend himself. <laughs> um, and I, I suppose we can listen to it because it's, it's pretty funny. Um, it's that nerdy guy, right? Fighting yeah, he, he's the ESPN's. Um, I don't know if he's still with ESPN, but... He's there. He, he focuses big time on uh, on sports media and advertisements, and yeah, it's very very nerdy. Um, so here's here's him jo- jumping in a Twitter Spaces to explain his MLK um, fandom. <laughs> I am a humongous fan. Okay, here we go. Explain it to to the fan base, so we everybody can get on the same page. Sure, I have I have uh, over nine MLK signed items. I am a humongous fan of what he's done, uh, and over the last seven years, I've collected a lot of things. Uh, it's not only MLK; it's a lot of Black history. I own a Rosa Parks uh, signed NAACP card, so it was pretty shocking today how I was called racist um, when. When I am a student and lover of black history and it was it was I never expected the reaction that I that I got today. Hmm. <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. I'm sorry if people think that a white man can't enjoy black history. All right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I really am. It, I'm sorry if people think that a white man uh, can't. Uh, uh, love Martin Luther King, but to me that seems pretty counterintuitive. You got me. Ooh. Yeah. They, they- <laughs> um. So the replies were hilarious because, um, oh no, it's already made his Wikipedia. Oh no, never mind. <laughs> uh. So, <laughs> so. One of the replies was, need to cop a Malcolm X rookie card. <laughs> Someone said, got that Louis Far- Farrakhan game-worn jersey. Who's Louis? Louis, Louis Farrakhan. Um, See, I ain't pay attention to history. I know the major ones. So pe- pe- people were joking about him collecting like Rosa Parks cards. Yeah, yeah, that shit's like, funny. I was, I was about to say he's collecting. Like, someone, you got the Rosa Rosa Parks rookie card. <laughs> you trading Black History cards. Uh, <laughs> you got the Frederick Douglass. <laughs> <laughs> that gold pack. <laughs> um. Anyway, I'm glad uh, to be the king of the weekend. Black, your, black people. You got a king of the weekend? Yeah, mine's Josh Allen. Cause yeah, he went stupid. He he did go stupid. He, I think he didn't complete only four passes. He had five touchdowns, no interceptions, damn near perfect QB rating. Beat the fuck out of the Patriots and Bill Belichick sent him packing, and uh, they just they look good. They're they look the best this this past weekend for sure. Uh, speaking of that game, uh, King of the Weekend, I got Micah Hyde, um, and I will nominate him for Play of the Weekend. That deep ball from Mac Jones where he caught up and he came out of nowhere and snatched it. Like yep. he was the wide receiver was crazy. I also have OBJ for just looking like he's having the best time of his life out there. Um, he could only thrive in a big market. It appears <laughs> um, from New York. 
to L.A. Yeah, um, if, he, if he went to Green Bay, he'd probably be still putting up good numbers, but he'd just be freezing and not as happy because yeah. he's got a lot of friends out there in Los Angeles, I'm sure. Goodness. He had the Clippers were at the game last night. Yeah. Um, and then I have Matthew Stafford for thriving. Uh, he finally won his first play- playoff game. Those are your kings of the weekend. <laughs> uh, new segment, moment, moment of silence. Oh. And I was hesitant to make this segment because it seems like it might be popular amongst other podcasts. So if you have a podcast that you listen to that does this, just know that I'm not copying them. I Because that tends to happen. Yeah, I don't listen to other podcasts. <laughs> so if someone else does this... Da-da-da-da-da. If someone else does this and you think it's cringe uh, because you think I'm copying, I'm not. So moment of silence and uh, go first. I'll go first. Uh, Arizona Fraudinals. Let's have a, uh, by the way, do you notice when people do moment of silences, it tends to be a lot shorter than what they say. So someone will go, all right, uh, if we could please have a 30 second moment of silence (laughs) for the Arizona Fraudinals. It'd be 10. um, I'd appreciate (laughs) it. And then it goes like this. All right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> and it's it's because they're scared that the chatter is going to pick up, and they, it, that just makes it very awkward. So 30 seconds turns into 10, uh, 15 turns into 5. So Well, I hope grown-ass people are able to just be quiet for a few they're seconds. They're not. They're not. not Especially at, not at sporting events where they're drunk. Yeah. People will be, like, whistling and cheering and stuff. I'm like, it still is kind of eerie to get that many people silent at once. It is. Though. It is weird. Uh, so moment of silence, Arizona Fraudinals. We just did that moment of silence for the stop hate sticker on the back of Aaron Donald's helmet mm. after he choked a man <laughs> on national television. So moment of silence. Thank you for that 30 second moment of silence. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I have the moment of silence for the guy who commented on our Instagram reel. Oh my god, fuck this guy. He commented on our Instagram reel after we did the clip of the shout calling, after we clipped the uh most boring, what would be the most boring Super Bowl matchups, and this is his reply when when he saw that we had Eagles as one of the most boring Super Bowl matchups. Get your popcorn ready. This is from the real you read it. The real JC party. CJ. CJ, damn. A little tipsy. I don't get how the Eagles are on your list. They were poised to go 4-13 and 13 this season and ended up being the number one rushing offense late in the regular season with a top 10 QB and a receiver. Yeah. A franchise receiving yards record. Either you don't know what's really going on or you're not credible opinions to listen to. Well, we never claim that. The Eagles are going 6-3 and three on the road. The Eagles going 6-3 and three on the road and securing a playoff spot is pretty exciting to watch unfold. Imagining a miraculous postseason run, the Eagles would set an NFL record for worst preseason rated team to win a Super Bowl. Y'all are tripping. Stick to Jags football. Then he replied to that long ass excerpt with another excerpt. He ran out of characters. It seems like the easy answer to pick the worst rated team in the NFC postseason as the most boring. No period. But in reality, it's actually the Green Bay Packers. I'm pretty sure we all know that. What? The Eagles are four games behind the Packers, but yet have only scored six less points than them on the season. Do you want to talk about boring? Talk to me about how a 13-win team only scored six more points than a nine-win team. I didn't even read this far. That's wow, I did not think he – I did not know he said Packers. So, 
Uh, there, there were a lot. There were a lot more guys like him in our comments that were just pissed that we said Eagles. There were a lot of Raiders too. A lot of people got upset that we said Raiders and Eagles. But well, those takes, uh, what's the word? Um, aged. Yes. Well, <laughs> they did age well. They aged beautifully because Eagles got absolutely destroyed, and the Raiders just got kicked out first round. So, so congrats on having an exciting regular season team. But get the fuck out of the playoffs. <laughs> Um, so that was great. A piece of content that we created looked good for once. So 30 second moment of silence for him, please. Thank you. New segment, NASCAR. Oh, sorry. That was a fart. (laughs) NASCAR. They sound like that. Hey, should we imagine? This will be short. Okay. Um, so NASCAR is coming back. Uh, next month, February. So, you know, as long as I watch it, I'll talk about it. I'm interested in this one specifically because... No more Bubba Wallace segment. Uh, right? Hey, we get there, we get there. It's a new season. We got to see if he gets top 10. Um, so, yeah, there's an exhibition race every year that NASCAR does called the Bush Clash. It's usually, <laughs> it's usually in Daytona. But this year, because NASCAR over the past couple of years, they've been, you know, expanding and trying to get new audiences by... Being creative with the races, so they're turning the races like races, like what do you mean? Races, races, the races they race, like oh, oh, the race, okay, the races. Gotcha. You didn't pick that up. Come on, races. <laughs> anyway, they're turning the L.A. Coliseum, where the USC Trojans play, into a racetrack for the annual exhibition race. So, if you go why, on NASCAR, why they Reggie Bush? He if, did that every Saturday. Woo! If you go on NASCAR's Instagram page, you can see the little Coliseum being turned into a little track. So I thought it was a pretty cool thing that they're doing. So may or may not make my way out there for it. I got a little NASCAR contact that said she could find me a couple tickets. And, you know, it's pretty cheap to get to Los Angeles from Jacksonville. So uh, we experienced that a couple months ago or last month. I don't think it was cheap. It wasn't cheap because we booked it the day before, basically. But... I may look into that, and I may look into the NASCAR season this season, but we'll see. Um, it's hard to keep up with because I just don't give a shit. But these little races that happen, like this one, the 500, the Coke Zero, I'm interested. And Bubba Wallace finishing top 10. So NASCAR fans, if you're near L.A., look into it. February 6th, the week before the Super Bowl, L.A.'s got everything coming to them this February. So it should be a fun race to be at. Hashtag not a tennis podcast. Got to talk about it. We have the Australian Open going on right now in uh, Australia. (laughs) Uh, And biggest storyline so far to come out of that, you know, while the rounds get going. It's, you know, ho-hum. Status quo. Uh, Biggest story is Novak Djokovic. He has been deported. (laughs) Uh, he is not participating in the major. You know, at his prime, winning every tennis major that's in front of him, many people were asking, what is going to stop Novak Djokovic? Well, it's the Australian government. He will not... This, like, stops any hope that he had of getting the Grand Slam. Um, and that's crazy that it's because of COVID. COVID. And the COVID vaccine. He doesn't want it. And for whatever reason and the government will not allow him to stay they canceled his visa so yeah he cannot participate in it that's just that's crazy to me 
That's crazy. I, I I mean, I don't want to get too far in it, but like he's, if you had a top five healthiest people in the world, I would assume yeah. he's up there. Yeah. And with the statistics of who is vulnerable to this disease, this virus, uh, he, I don't, he wouldn't be on there. So I can, I understand him not getting it. Um, I, but I also understand, I, I don't know. I, I, whatever. Some things I'm just like, you know what? I have no control and I'm not smart enough. So whatever. Well, it's not even about being smart enough. It's just because COVID happened, certain countries and territories and states have different rules because everyone's got their own different, uh, status quo for this or for answering this thing, just like Kyrie Irving. Like he didn't get it. He's in Djokovic's position, but he can't play home games because New York's required for you to be vaccinated. So Kyrie's playing all of these road games, but he's not being able to play in Brooklyn. So this fucking virus has got everyone doing something different and everything is, it's just all stupid. Bro, if you told me that we'd still be doing this in 2020, like when this started and it's 2022 and we're like, this is still an issue. Oh my God. Like what sense does it make for an NBA player who's traveling all over the place, sweating all over everybody to not, how is not playing home games in Brooklyn? How's that? Was that? How's that? I don't even know. How are you letting him travel to all these other states, these road games but not letting him play in in Brooklyn. He's still going to be around his team because he's fucking playing on the road games. So not letting him play home games, it doesn't make any sense to me. Are you? What are you trying to prevent? He's, he's amongst all these players anyway, so it doesn't make any sense. It's just people with power that are trying to assert it, and they are. And it's not making any sense. So I saw Stephen A. talk uh, Twitter that saying that it would be a disaster if the Nets won the championship. I never watched the video. Do you mind if I play that real quick? Go ahead. I'm sure it's annoying. Thank you. <laughs> it's only I a minute. Think it would have, having said that, I think it would be a disaster if the Brooklyn Nets uh, uh, won the championship for the game of basketball. I really do. And the reason why I feel that way is because of liberties Kyrie Irving has taken in the past That's before there was, was even that. a vaccine issue. Remember, this is the dude that needed time off when the riots at the U.S. Capitol took place because mentally he just wasn't there and he could walk away from the game of basketball. Now it's the vaccine as an excuse not to be at the Barclays Center for people in Brooklyn to see this showstopper play. I am an advocate of Kyrie Irving from the standpoint, first of all, I respect his honesty and him staying true to his convictions. That's fair enough. And I'm one of those dudes who believes that Kyrie Irving is such a showstopper. He's so spectacular. If you wanted to pay him $50 million a year, I wouldn't <laughs> care. He deserves it. But Love I would that. never sign him to a long-term deal again. He can't be trusted. I would sign him one year at a time for max dollars. I mean, I agree with that. He can't. He's, yeah. he's, he's all over the place. Yeah. You can't trust him. Like he's all over the place with his his beliefs. Like it's been going on since I mean, I don't even remember. My memory's terrible with with sporting events, but um, I can remember as far back as the Celtics. I don't remember him having any problems with the Cavs. No, except he was normal. Except with LeBron, I guess they had a little beef. But with the Celtics, he had a problem. Comes to the Nets, he has problems. So I agree with Stephen A. There, thought he was going to go on a different rant. <laughs> 
All right. But well, wait, early favorite to win the Australian Open? Uh, I, I, I've been saying Zverev. He's the... Um, who did... Uh, is he the one who beat Joker in the Olympics? Yes. Zverev. I got Pass. Yeah, that's that's a good one. And my, what's the M uh, Mamdabov Medvedev? Med- 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he grandma's nice. favorite. Yeah, yeah. The Russian underdog. She likes to call him. I gotta go visit her. Miss that whore. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. So yeah, he's still in it. He plays at four a.m. this morning. Four a.m. Jesus, what's the time difference in Australia? I think it's sixteen hours. Might be twenty-one. That's crazy, wild. So. On to the NFL. Let's talk football. NFL football. Uh, but before we do, I'm going to do some playoff trivia. Okay. You ready for this? Sure. And I memorized the answers. Oh. At when I wrote these at lunchtime. You sure? No. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see how you do. Number one, and play along at home. Which remaining playoff team did CBS analyst Boomer Esiason play for? Bengals. Knuckles. It's shit. Number two, which remaining playoff team or teams have not won a Super Bowl? Fuck. I don't remember this. Well, now you got to look. Because <laughs> I, I can't be answering if you don't no, know. No, no, no. Have not won it. Oh, have not won a Super Bowl. Hold on. Oh, you can. You can uh, well, I, mean, I just got to look at the bracket. Then I'll remember. I want you to see the answers before I answer. Well, I feel like I'm getting into the fantasy league. <laughs> so, why can't I go to the, they don't already have the playoffs set? Where the fuck can I get the fucking playoff bracket? NFL's Instagram account. <laughs> no cap. I'm sure the bracket's there. Oh, you think? Oh, I know. You think they put the whole bracket together already? Yeah. Mm, you're right. <laughs> um, okay. Do do. Oh, that ghost, man! That ghost, spicy, bro. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Which remaining NFL playoff teams have not won a Super Bowl? Bills haven't. Titans haven't. How many? How many haven't that are left? Can you give me that? That's the question. Oh, um, I'm trying to think of who's who's left in the playoffs. Um, I'll go through the matchups: Bengals, Titans, Niners, Packers, Rams, Bucks, Bills, Chiefs. Bengals haven't. Correct. Those are the three. Ooh, when the fuck did Rams win? Kurt Warner with tight against Titans. Yeah, mm. that was the goal line one, wasn't it? Yes. Which remaining playoff team has been to the Super Bowl the most times? Bills. Wrong. I should have thought about that. Niners. Yes. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Uh, what, who is the youngest quarterback left in the playoffs? Ooh, that's a good one. Josh Allen. No. Fuck. 
It's not Burrow. I just learned he's damn near 30. <laughs> no, it's actually Burrow. Is it? Yeah. Uh, he's a few months older than, or younger than Josh Allen. Oh, gotcha. But that is, we did we did learn that he's damn near 30. <laughs> I thought Josh Allen was, because he got that baby face, so he looked young as hell. Oh, well, so does Burrow. And so does Garoppolo, actually. Garoppolo's just Italian. <laughs> Tom Brady is number... I knew this was going to happen. Tom Brady is number one all-time in playoff wins with 35. Jeez. Isn't that freaking crazy? 35. 35. Like, My franchise what? has like a fifth of that. We have like five playoff wins of all time. All That's time. Close. He has Actually, 35 himself. That is stupid. 35? I can't even picture that. 35. One, he's two, damn, he's three, damn four, near got five, more playoff six, wins than his age. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, he 23, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Like what? Okay. Anyway, he's number one all time playoff wins 35. Who's number two all time? In playoff wins. Yes. Damn. Are are they active right now? No. This must be an old ass player. Um, Steve Young. Close. Joe Montana. Oh. Care to guess how many wins? Twenty eight. Sixteen. Sixteen. The second most winningest quarterback in the playoffs has sixteen. Brady has thirty five. If you don't ever say Brady's a goat and you're watching this, I can't entertain your conversation. There's no one better. Who do you think is number two currently active? Shit. Playoff wins. Active. Is this quarterbacks? Yes. Okay. Imagine. Running step. back. Running back. <laughs> which, running, which active <laughs> running back has the most playoff wins? That don't count. Oh, man. Probably QB, Derrick Henry, though. Active QBs, playoff wins, playoff wins. <laughs> Is it? Damn. I, I couldn't even, I can't even guess. I feel like it's not an obvious answer. Russell Wilson. Ooh, good, good guess. No. Rodgers? Yes. Okay. Obvious answer. <laughs> 11. Isn't that crazy? I guess he does get to the playoffs all the time, but he just can't finish on my face. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> it should be his year, y'all, if he doesn't get there. Then. It's his year until it's, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know when, it, when he loses. Uh, Said I'm nice with the picks. We're tied. <laughs> Speaking of, yes, we are. 29 and 25 after this super wild card weekend because I picked 49ers and Bengals that Andy picked against me there. And he salvaged that. I can't believe I picked Raiders. He salvaged that with Rams and my Cardinals pick. The others we all picked the same. So I um, knew I come on. Yeah, I think you just did Raiders in a cocky fashion you're like yeah fuck it i got a lead let me let me try to get a lead on this dumbass pick raiders that actually is what i was <laughs> don't agree with me hey um, i i do like that our our super bowl picks i you know i have chiefs rams you have bucks bills, bills. yep we both made it past the first round still alive so congrats to us but they uh 
our NFC picks, we realized, play each other this weekend. So one of us. One of us AFC team is moving past. Actually, both both picks play each other. Chiefs and Bills play each other, too. So, wow. One of us is going to be moving on. No. There or could both be, get eliminated. Yeah, we could either <laughs> we, we easily both be eliminated. We could both be eliminated or one of us goes through. We'll see. It's I'm going through. Stakes are high. I have Chiefs, Rams. I'm. I am very nervous about Rams, Bucks. I'm nervous about Bucks, Chiefs. (laughs) Or sorry, Bills, Chiefs. I'm very nervous about the Bucks beating the Rams because of what I saw them play like. But can't lose faith in the goat. I ain't worried about the Bills. He should be worried about the Bills. They look amazing. But I'm worried about the Rams. So we might split there. It might be Chiefs. Ram or it might be Bills Rams and then we're both fucked. <laughs> what a weird matchup that would be. In the playoffs, yeah. Super Bowl. That'd be ugh. Bills winning that one though. So yeah, let's review the Super Wild Card weekend. Well, sorry, mild wild card weekend. Mild mid, mid sorry. Mid, mid, mid. Uh I saw this on Twitter. The four and it was from NFL memes, so they either stole it or maybe I shouldn't think it's as funny as I do. The four most obnoxious fan bases in the NFL got eliminated in the span of 24 hours. Patriots, Cowboys, Eagles, Steelers. All lost. In this, and that's that's the four. And they all lost in the span of four, uh, 24 hours. That's crazy. Bills aren't obnoxious top four? Bills, I mean, I would put them up there, but they're not universally, I don't think yet, they're not universally. They're I mean, not, you give them a couple Super Bowl appearances, and yes, people will start to catch on that Bills Mafia is <laughs> wild as fuck, annoyingly obnoxious. Yes, uh, they suck Josh Allen so hard. I mean, I get it. You haven't had a quarterback since the nineties, Jim uh, Kelly, or, or a quality team since the nineties. So I, I get it, um, but it's just like oh, they're so annoying. Uh, uh, so. And, and, and it's not that you're like, and, and it's not like that you personally are annoying. It's the media's perception of you. They're like, fucking Bills Mafia. Oh my God, they sold out the stadium. They're jumping through tables. They're so fucking crazy. Like, ugh, fuck, Wait, they're, you, they're just rabid football fans. There's plenty of those in the NFL. I think, to their credit, though, they get all that attention because they have created this branding of Bills Mafia, whole hashtag for it and shit. So, um, don't blame the don't don't hate the player, hate the game, bit. But that's I hate, what I just said. I but I game. but I hate you. I hate you, Bills Mafia. But I'm rooting for you because of our relationship with your safety. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I I know you guys have a solid team. I I but before the season started, I was like, it's got to be Bills' year. Another year after last year to grow after they lost to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. And Stefan Diggs looking on that photo of him looking at the Chiefs parade. Yeah, that was tweeted. That was tweeted a lot after, you know, after the games over the weekend. And it was like, oh, boy, this is like it seems almost too perfect that it's that Bills are going to win. Like just that picture alone leads me to believe that the Bills will win (laughs) because you need that redemption. That's a year in the making. You need a payoff. Like if Vince McMahon was writing this or. Uh, Vince Gilligan, like that's the payoff. Vince you Gilligan. you wait a whole year to pay off on that image of Stefan Diggs staring and just taking in like what that loss feels like. So that's what makes me the most scared about the Bills winning. Like that has to pay off. 
And when will it pay off? No perfect time than right now. Right now. Unless it was an AFC championship game. That would be the, the, the better one, the better payoff. But they're meeting in the divisional round, and I'm scared about Bill. Like, I, my head says Bills, but I took Chiefs preseason. I have to stick with that, yeah. so I can't be fake. But on this, like we said, it won't be scripted. Like, Bills are going to Arrowhead. So it's going to be very fucking hostile for them. <sighs> That's true. So to pull that shit out, that is going to be an amazing payoff for them if they do get that dub. Bro. But they're not, it's not like some gimme game. They're playing in Arrowhead, the Sea of Red. Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, everyone's healthy. Fucking Eric Bieniemy, Andy Reid, they call some insane fucking plays with the talent they have. That's going to be a very tough game to win. But if they beat the Chiefs, there's no better team in the AFC that you're going to play in the AFC Championship. So, you beat the Chiefs, I say you're in the Super Bowl. Titans or Bengals, I think Bills would destroy either one of them if you can get past Andy Reid's crazy-ass offense. But hey, we shall see. Be enemy. I'm not looking forward to if the Bills do beat the Chiefs. Just piggybacking off my rant I just went on, I'm not looking forward to the tweets of Bills Mafia waiting at the airport at what's this game gonna be at night? Yeah, they're gonna be out there like one a.m. waiting yeah. for them to come back. It's like Bills Mafia, fucking <laughs> greeting the team as they come back after being the Chiefs. Not looking forward to that. Sorry, I'm a hater. I'm a hater. Yeah, they're gonna. What be, can I say? They're gonna be there at one a.m. because this game's gonna end at like, and it's gonna be negative some degrees, <laughs> and they're gonna tweet about it, and they're gonna say Bills Mafia is so fucking awesome. I get it. Oh, I'm a hater. They should wait for the airport until the AFC Championship because that's when you get actual merch. We're getting merch for winning divisional round. You mm. got another game. The Colts would hang a banner. That <laughs> might be too deep of a Twitter reference. Uh, where are we at? The recap of Bengals Raiders. I mean, it was okay. It was, yeah. It was that's, a good start. That, that's about it. It was, it good was enough, okay. It was a good enough start to the 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 weekend. And we thought it was, uh, you know, we thought it was the, the pregame to Patriots Bills. And Raiders did make it interesting at the end there with that drive that they needed to come back and send it to OT, which we here at the headquarters wanted because a few of us had uh, Joe Burrow with the over on his pass yards, and he was 12 yards away. Mm. So we were rooting for that overtime, but we never got it. So we lost, uh, of course. But it was a good start to Super Wildcard Week, and I was like, okay, we got some, we got some, you know, we got a good start here. You know, Raiders made it good. They didn't get blown out by Joey Burrow. Raiders didn't waste the Chargers' offense for us. They actually made it a game. And then we get to the, the nightcap. <laughs> we were capped off with Patriots, Bills, and, uh, well. Yes, the the Bills, they came out absolutely swinging. Don't think I've seen a, a demo, uh, never seen a game like this. Never. Uh, Bills had no punts. No field goals, no turnovers. They scored a touchdown every single possession that they touched the ball. That's, I couldn't imagine having it, watching a te- my favorite team doing that. I couldn't imagine. No one's done that to us. No one's done that. This is the first time this has ever fucking happened. And you're telling me it, you did you did it to Bill Belichick in the playoffs? Jeez. Bill, the defensive mastermind, Bill Belichick. No, like no way. I don't know. That's a fireball fan. I'm, I'm firing Bill Belichick. Fire Bill Belly. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. There was something in the Buffalo air this week before that game where they were like, okay, the Patriots have dominated us for two 
decades with Tom Brady. They finally don't have him. We get them first round in the playoffs. We're coming out here, and we're putting all 20 years of that ass-kicking energy into this one game, and they fucking did that. 47 points to 17. But you take away that 17, that's what the game actually felt like. Felt like 47-0. Patriots couldn't get nothing going, and everything was working for the Bills. I'm just glad that I picked them for the Super Bowl. I couldn't be prouder for them to be my Super Bowl pick. Oh, God. And I am riding this Buffalo into Los Angeles in February. I believe that's the first. Is that the that's the first time that that's ever happened? A team yeah. has had no punts and scored a touch, no turnovers. No, special no teams had quite the day off, other than kickoffs. That's all they had to do was kick it off. No punts, no field goals. Josh Allen didn't turn over. No fumbles. It was an all around perfect game. For the Bills. Bills fan celebrity Ryan Fitzpatrick in the in the stands, shirtless. That, yeah. Like what how how perfect could it how more perfect could it get for Bills Mafia? Like better weather, shit. <laughs> yeah, true. It was five degrees there. And it was a packed stadium. Would you be at a Jags yes. wildcard at five degrees? Fuck oh. yes. Okay. <laughs> Some people say they wouldn't have been out there. Good one? Yeah, they're probably what are they, Patriots fans? Someone who's spoiled? I would 100% be there, but, I mean, fuck. That, I mean, that's their thing. They built that culture. They're like, that's their cult. That's Bill's culture. They're there no matter what. Yeah. Uh, Eagles, Bucks, another meh. I mean, I saw Eagles get a lot of pressure on third down. Like, they sacked Brady a good amount of time. They sacked Brady a good amount of times on, on third down, but... Unfortunately for them, the Bucks did not get to third down very often. Uh, Bucks kind of had their way. It's kind of yeah. uh, Jalen Hurts looked fucking terrible. He looked disgusting. I thought we were going to get Minshew versus Gabbard at, at some point in the game because, yeah. but I don't know. Like the Eagles coach Sirian, he he hates Minshew. I think because he just does. Ne- he never wants to put him out there. I guess he's just riding Hurts, but like. Hertz probably played the worst game of his career at the yes. worst possible time he could have. Um, and I said, and I quote, this should be a slaughter. And that's exactly what it was for 48 minutes. My dumb ass, 60. 48. <laughs> Why is NBA? I am on an NBA season, believe it or not. I've been watching. Uh, but, yes, Eagles, this is why I said Eagles would be the most boring team to watch in the play. I'm glad something went right for me because – Imagine watching. Well, if the Eagles played a little differently, they probably wouldn't be boring in the in the Super Bowl. But you put this Eagles team in the Super Bowl, disgusting. They got their ass handed to them. And Eagles fans, I'm sure you didn't think you were coming into this game and winning. And if you did, I'm glad you have a lot of pride. But sometimes common sense overrides pride, and sometimes you got to have it. But um, 49ers Cowboys was the game of super wild card weekend and much like all the rest of them this one looked like it was about to be a blowout too 49ers had quite a lead on Dallas they should have had this game wrapped up by the fourth quarter but old Jimmy Garoppolo let him hang around by throwing interceptions but what we really need to talk about here is the cat what do you what do you all right, go ahead. Why are you schizophrenic? So, 
Jimmy G doesn't secure this this dub. He throws a pick and Cowboys score on the next drive, keeping them in the game because 49ers were never able to pull out to like a significant lead. And after a couple of failed drives by each of the teams, Niners could have sealed the game. Remember this on fourth and inches with like a QB sneak. And they said, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's 25 for 25 in his career on QB sneaks because he learned from Tom Brady or blah, blah, blah. And they successfully completed the QB sneak, but they get a a false start penalty on that play. So they have to punt and give the ball back to the Cowboys with a seven-point lead. So, 14. Was it seven or was it six? I think it was seven. Oh, six. Six, yeah. So Cowboys score, get extra point, they win. So 14 seconds left, zero timeouts. Cowboys are going down the field, like we mentioned earlier, dicing up the 49ers defense that was covering the sides. And then they call this final play. Dak's wide open going down the field on a QB run. Clock's ticking. He runs too far. The ref never caught up to him. The center goes and puts the ball down and spots it himself. This is something I didn't even realize. It's one, it's one of these you know plays that happens where you – you're like used to a play that you don't really realize the reality of it, which is like the referee is supposed to spot the ball. And I always see the referee spot the ball, obviously. But when I'm watching this game live, I'm seeing the center spot it. And I'm not thinking like, Oh, the ref has to touch that. I didn't realize that until, you know, after they discuss it and shit. So, but you're an NFL player. You're supposed to know the rules. So, Dak, being the $160 million paid quarterback, should have let up a little, slid, gave the ball right to the ref. Ref spots it, and then they spike the ball with what? Maybe two, three, one, maybe one second left? I, st- no. I still would have gone for two Hail Marys instead. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to. I mean, but we did see how Herbert could could deal, you know, closer to they guy. Like, he he threw fucking strikes. You know, could he have done that if they were t- 20 yards further back? I don't know. Um, go ahead. I don't, I don't think they were close enough for the Hail Mary before that run. Uh, they were... I want to check the, the yardage. They were at the... Uh, Let's get... Yeah they, yeah, they were at the 40. They were at their 40? That, or uh, the opposing 40? Yeah, plenty of... After the run? Or before. No, before. Oh, before. Oh, shit. I still, I don't. That's th- two Hail Marys. I still don't think the run was a bad play. I just think it could have been done much quicker. He ran so far. Yeah, he needed to, like, slide sooner and then hand the ball to the ref ASAP. Here, here's how the, here's, I haven't listened to this yet. Here's the Dallas Cowboys radio broadcast. Bounce. Prescott in the gun, runs up the middle to the 30. To the 25 and slides. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Did he spike it in time? Didn't get it spiked in time. They haven't they haven't said anything official. The back judge, the man deepest away from the ball, he's got the clock. He's keeping track of the clock. Scoreboard so, clock is running at zero. Yeah, so he would be the one to determine where the clock was. Now, again, this could... That's the end of the game. Oh, wow. There you go. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, people now throwing stuff on the field. That's not good. That's not good. 
Yeah, so, uh, oh, wow. Just like, boom. And you saw Dak, Dak's reaction to the fans when he was told that the fans were throwing things. Yeah, He's yeah. Like, good, yeah, good for them or something. Yeah, I did see that. No, he, he, actually, he's, he said that after they said they were throwing it at the refs. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, good on them. Yeah, good on them. Did you see Dak's apology today? Actually, oh, an, an hour ago? He apologized. Yeah. No, I didn't. But listen to the apology. Is it him that apologized? Listen to this. <laughs> I hold the NFL official. Oh, sorry. I deeply regret the comments I made regarding the officials after the game on Sunday. I was caught up in the emotion of a disappointing loss, and my words were uncalled for and unfair. That's it? No, there's more. Oh. But I want to comment on that. <laughs> I think that refs this season deserve so much shit. They're so bad. The rules are bad. They're bad. Like, so much improvement could be made. I um, agree. But in that situation, they did it to themselves. Yeah. that's That was not on the refs at all in that situation. Second, his second tweet is, I hold the NFL officials in the highest regard and have always respected their professionalism and the difficulty of their jobs. The safety of everyone who attends a game or participates on the field of a sporting event is a very serious matter. This was a mistake on my behalf, and I'm sorry. So someone wrote that for him, I believe. <laughs> that just is, I don't know. I mean, every every player, especially him, quarterback of the Cowboys, probably has a publicist or. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, someone, someone to save face. Yeah, everyone has one of those. But, Forty ers beat the Cowboys in that dramatic fashion, and. I called it. <laughs> what can I say? Uh, 49ers, I, you know, I, one of the I, few teams I watched during the regular season, 49ers, they looked, they looked good. They looked good with Debo in the run game and solid, you know, rush D. It's, I just felt they were going to win and they should have handled that much better, but they pulled it out and they're going to have to have a much better game against a perfect game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And then we had Steelers Chiefs uh, that night after that game. And this one, part of the reason I didn't say Chiefs to be the one team offense that I would need for one drive is because Steelers Chiefs was like 0-0 for a little bit. Like Steelers even had a lead on the Chiefs at one point. With it was that. punt, 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 punt. Yeah. And uh, Steelers had a 7-0 lead after that TJ Watt scoop score. And I was like, oh, shit, okay, Steelers about to do something. Yeah, if you told me that Mahomes would throw for 400 that night, mm. no fucking after, way. After the first, I was like, mm, I don't know, Steelers came to play. Yeah! They did in the first quarter, but, you know, Chiefs got their shit together and they absolutely ran this shit up. How about all the comments we got on TikTok about how the Steelers being a boring team was misplaced? <laughs> yeah, how about now? It, I, 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 get you, I get your fans defending your team, but like I said earlier, have some common sense over pride. I know you love your team, but even if I was a Jags fan coming into this postseason and we were a team like the Steelers, I'd have been like, ain't no fucking way we beating the Chiefs. Ain't no fucking way. Steelers, you shouldn't even have been there. You're welcome. So, Chiefs absolutely ran them. 
Big Ben's retiring, and I think Dwayne Haskins is y'all's future. <laughs> Let's shut draft a quarterback. <laughs> All right, how about Frodnels at Rams? This was two nights ago, Monday night game. And I was looking forward to it I so hard. I, I was all cuddled up on his couch ready for a great game. And they looked worse than the Eagles. They looked, yeah, similar to the Eagles, yeah. It was awful. What was the final in that game? I think it was 30-something to... They scored? Yeah, they had eight last time I saw. 11. It was 31-11, I think. Was that Thir- Scorigami? 31 to 11, the Cardinals lost. And I understand they didn't have Hopkins and their offense is significantly better with him on the field as they showed in the stats and you can visually see. But they have, they've, this is their division rival. They've played them twice this season. You think they would have come better prepared. They were doing trick plays in the first quarter because they couldn't move the ball in this team. It was bad. And I know Kyler Murray, this is his first actual playoff game. This was his first playoff game. He'd never been in the playoffs his previous two seasons. But Cardinals, you're going to be known as a regular season team until you until you show us something now. Because you guys are red fucking hot in the regular season. And then what you guys showed us on film Monday night, that is not the Cardinals I know. That is not the Cardinals that took me to the fantasy championship. Mm. That's not what I saw. Mm. I didn't. You know what Cardinals I saw? That's not the James Conner I know. I saw the Cardinals that I saw that beat the Jaguars when we were there. And after that game, I knew right away what they were. (laughs) You know what they were? Frauds. Yeah. Yeah, they're frauds. You know what they were? Mama, mama, That's what they were. And I knew that right after that. I could tell. I could tell, <laughs> and I'm glad. It, you said I knew this. <laughs> I'm glad it came to fruition. Uh, I just I don't want to see any more of them. I know what they were. Yeah, it's and I mean it's it's unfortunate that they right away first game in the playoffs have to go against a super team. Rams are closest to a super team in the NFL. I've seen since Peyton Manning's prime when he was on the Broncos, and they had Demarius Thomas, rest in peace. They had Julius Thomas, they had Decker, and on the defense, they had Von Miller, and then the no-fly zone, that was nasty. Mm. Now, the no-fly zone may have came when Peyton kind of fell off, but I can't remember. Um, There were, that was a great, oh, maybe, I'm not going to say Seahawks. This is a super team, because this was like. This is a super team. This is like the NBA super teams where the players you know, they come from elsewhere, mm-hmm. not homegrown. Like you didn't even you didn't even mention the offense. Like we said, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, and on the offensive side, they have Stafford. Who when we when we saw them get him for golf, we we knew they were going to be a problem. But then Cooper Cup, who knew he was going to have the season he had? First in receptions, first in receiving touchdowns, first in receiving yards. What else they got? And they lost Robert Woods for the year. And they're still out here doing this. It's okay. They have Odell, Odell Beckham, Beckham Jr., <laughs> who came out of the mud from the came out of the Browns' mud to come do this with them. And then they get their running back back, who tore his Achilles, and now looks like prime Edron James, Cam Akers. I don't think. See, there was a problem with them. I didn't think, and I was hoping for this, but it didn't last too long. They weren't playing as a team, like toward mid. Toward the end of the season, mid-season, end of the season. 
but they are playing like a team now. They're, and that, they're week one at least. Now the now the Bucks, they're a family. They are a family. The uh, motherfuckers are cook Thanksgiving cookout type football team, especially right since they got rid of AB. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna have family versus super team mm. on Sunday afternoon, I believe that game is. And I'm nervous as all hell for the Bucks and Brady because the Rams look poised and ready to make that run that Sean McVay, that Stafford, that Ramsey, that Donald, all those guys have sought after. Yeah, how about Sunday's lineup? Rams at Bucks, Bills at Chiefs. Goodness gracious. And part of this part of this conversation is making me want to be like, damn, I'm rooting for the Rams now. But I can't. I can't root for the Rams. The only part oh, of, I hate the Rams. The only part of the Rams I even give a shit about is Matthew Stafford. How do you feel about him? I just he's just, you know, one of those quarterbacks who's been under the radar all those years because he was on a shit team, but he actually had the talent. So but it it just sucks because you know, Ramsey, I don't want to see Ramsey's success. Um, but I hope Bucks win. And if they don't, I won't feel any type of way. I'll just be like, damn, Rams are good as fuck. And I'll be nervous for Aaron Rodgers next. All right, on to voicemails before we preview uh, next next week's game or this coming weekend's games. Uh, it's a load. We got a big load, heavy load. About Big blow, load. About to blow the load. Let's see what we have. This came, came in six days ago. Let's see what this one is. What up, boys? It is your number one fan from uh, the greatest state of Florida? Texas. Oh. Uh, yeah, I've only listened to like 10 episodes, but let's pretend I'm your number one fan. Anyway, so listen, uh, is anybody Real else like worried that the last time we beat the Colts on the way out the door and everybody was feeling good about next season that we went like – only won one game the next season. Like anybody else worried about that? Because I'm a little fan? worried about that. Anyway, uh, yeah, fun fact. I'm a high school English teacher, and uh, the rule in my classroom is you only have to take the reading quiz if the Jags don't win. So if they win, no quiz. <laughs> if they don't win. <laughs> anyway, I got a lot of disgruntled teenagers that I have single-handedly made over the course of the last half decade or so. Anyway, I uh, hope you all do well. Have a good pod. Damn, I did not expect that to be a teacher. I mean, me sounds either. like a cool teacher. Yeah, unfortunately for those kids, they take a, a quiz. Tests. A lot of tests. <laughs> a lot of quizzes in Zach Thomas's. What was it? Oh, sorry, Zach Johnson. What do you say? High school, middle school? Yeah, high school. High school. High school. Um, I am not worried that we're gonna have one win next season, though. I don't think that's a, um, a superstition that's out here. Uh, super cool that you've been listening for just ten episodes and you just called in. I love new listeners. Like, where did they start listening? Was it TikTok? Was it YouTube? Yeah. Let me know. How'd you how'd you join the wet? Because everyone that we've gotten from Eric being on Vine, I think, is already here. Thank I don't God. think we're getting new <laughs> listeners that are like, oh, Eric from Tr- Vine Trickling has a in from Vine anymore. <laughs> yeah. So the new listeners I'm very uh, curious about. All right, Hunter. Here's your time to shine. From five days ago, though. Let's see what this take. See if it still holds water. Texans. <laughs> Well, breaking news, David Coley is out in Houston. I'm sad about it. (laughs) Players are behind him. He was a good yes man. I mean, look what he was handed. He was handed a team that was projected to go 0-17 and somehow pulled four wins out of his ass. Kind of shitty for Houston to do that to him. But 
What am I going to do? I'm just a fucking fan. Only way I could be happy coming out of this situation is if we hire Brian Flores as our head coach and promote Pep Hamilton for our coordinator to make me happy. Who? While I'm here, I'll go ahead and give one of my great would you rather questions yes. make you ponder. I'm the no granddad of it. Great. <laughs> Can I say? Pep's up in the back. Love you guys. Um, would you rather find a dead body or witness a murder? We're trying to give y'all some that makes you think more than just vulgar ones. That's pretty vulgar. Love y'all. Be careful. <laughs> Bye. What would you say? I'd rather find a dead body. Me too. I don't want to see murder. Do not. I haven't seen any. I haven't. I've. I've never seen a car crash. Um. I. I don't think I could stand seeing a murder. Imagine. I just saw my first like actual. What the fuck moment when when it comes to motor vehicles? Was it right out here? It was in South Florida. There's a the narrow strip of bars, and this woman sideswiped a car, which. You know, this car, you know, ran into two more cars and then she full throttle reversed this vehicle on this narrow street. It was wild. I had never seen anything like it before. But yeah, I don't think I I, I don't wish to witness a murder in real life. Mm. I'd rather stumble upon a dead body, walk the fuck away mm. and call 911. Yeah, I might I'm be there. scarred if I witness a murder. Like I will have nightmares about that. Yeah, shit. yeah, me too. <laughs> Uh, next one is from Holden. Uh oh, this is pre. He's a Cowboys fan. This is pre Cowboys game because his caption is is four days ago, and his caption is "Boys to the Bowl." Oh my God! It's, this is Eric and Andy. What's good? It's Holden here. Tamu gang. Tamu. Uh, I wanted to call in. To, I know it's a little late, but I want to talk my shit. Yes, the Cowboys made the playoffs. Congratulations, uh, Andrew, on your NFC East pick once again. And I want to apologize for uh, the a couple weeks ago when I was oh. at the football team Cowboys game. Oh, I was uh, drinking, and I'm pretty sure I said I sent a Snapchat to the group chat, and I was like, fuck you, Bruce Dunn. just want to take that back. <laughs> Bruce is my guy. Um, my guy. This and I'm going to be at the Cowboys game, actually, the Niners-Cowboys. So. Oh, shit. Yes. And I bet my fantasy football winnings on them on the money oh, line no. and the Cowboys to cover. So oh, if no. they lose... I will probably be hanging from AT&T Stadium, so this could be the last time you'll ever hear from me. <laughs> Love y'all, and the wise words of McDub, go Dunn and Drew. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go Dunn and Drew. His next voicemail is going to be like, all right, guys, I'm here hanging. I love these voicemails. I love when you guys do pre-game, post-game. And if you're Tyler, you do pre-game, mid-game, <laughs> halftime, post-game. And speaking of Tyler... Uh, here he is. This is so it looks like we got a, a a trio. So let's see. This is three days ago. I'm sure this is pregame. Let's see what he said. Twenty five seconds. Raiders. Raiders. My God, am I nervous? Oh my God. Oh, here goes nothing. Let's go, boys. Let's get this fucking W, please, God, or I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> All right, next one, 42 seconds. <sighs> well, that was... Oh, it's over. Fucking rough. Um, 
Down seven at halftime. I don't know. That's a fucking miracle. That uh, touchdown when they blew the whistle was bullshit. Oh, it's halftime. Rulebook says that's bullshit. Whatever. It is what it is. Um, Yeah. Defense has got to figure something out. We're letting them score at will. Second half, we got to start a hot. We got to get a damn turnover or something. Two turnovers, second half. So it's going to have to happen. Um, yeah, Derek Carr, stop being a little bitch. Let's go. <laughs> he like pumps himself up. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember the outcome of that. The the premature whistle. I don't either. I think it's because we were back there doing cornhole and. But did we? Did you look at it on Twitter afterward? No. Like, did they I, keep the touchdown? I don't think so. No, because there was an article that said those officials that ref the game weren't allowed to. Right, but lose. the Bengals still won. Yeah, but I don't. Recall or if they kept the, it okay, yeah. damn. We, our hope on this podcast is that one of us pays attention <laughs> at a, in any given given storyline, but in this instance, neither of us did. So. It was a, a lit Saturday for yeah. us. Uh, <laughs> last one from Tyler. It's only six seconds. This has got to be after the game. It's got to be. I'm killing myself. <laughs> yeah. Let's see it. Raiders just lost. <sighs> Raiders fucking suck. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> Goodbye. We can. We have a good authority, very good authority, that he's still alive. Yes. He actually messaged us today, so he's fine. He's good, guys. He's good. He did not kill himself. Uh, but Raiders, you better be good next year, or else he's gonna fucking kill himself. Next one is uh uh oh, Holden, Ohio. Could be anybody. Cincy. Done and Drew. My first time ever calling on this new little uh, app, website, whatever you want to call it. If you don't know, if you can't tell, this is Brett Shepard. Hey. Straight out. This is uh, a.k.a. the Dun and Drew Cincinnati ambassador, a.k.a. the Prince of Blowjobs. He's hung over his shit. Him. I think he's drunk. <laughs> AKA it sounds like it's 4 a.m. Big Dick Brett, a.k.a. Oh, God. Playoff streak over. A.K.A. I hope the grill master didn't make a noose. You know what I'm saying? We're out here. If you can't tell, my voice is lost. I've been screaming at the stadium. It's 2 a.m. I've been fucking sucking on bitches' tits outside the stadium. (laughs) And it's over. The street's over. 31 years. Over. Nothing all over the city. We out here. He had a night. Yeah, uh, he's keeping me updated on Snapchat. It. That party lasted until like 4 a.m. I yeah. think he, he got to bed at 4 a.m. I think so. He probably stayed up a little. He got to bed at 5. Wild. But if you've never been to Sensi, after they, like, they have great bar scene right outside their stadium, I couldn't imagine how fucked up that city got after that fucking playoff streak ended. So he did it right. And he did it especially right by calling it a Dun and Drew at the end of his night. Uh, all right, Cowboys fan again. This is Ryan, our boy from. It's Ryan from San Angelo. San I want to kill myself. Oh my god. Um, yeah, there's just no way. Um, it's the third quarter, but yeah, there's no way coming back. This is this is pathetic. Um, if you want to kill yourself now, go Spurs, go because Cowboys aren't fucking doing shit. Worthless ass fucking team. Have a good podcast, guys. It I is. love how everybody ends with have a good podcast. 
it is crazy. Like the Cowboys are so loaded. That's why I want to keep McCarthy. Like you got to get past the fucking first round. Mm. You are loaded. It just, I don't know what it is with this team. It's just like, I can't envision them. And I said this last week, we both said, it. I can't envision them like deep into the playoffs. Like, what does that look like? I don't see it with this team. It's weird. Something's got to change. Jerry Jones said it was the worst loss he's ever experienced. I'm sure. I'm sure there was a lot of hope with him this season. So that was Ryan. He just said he wants to kill himself, and that was only the third quarter. And Cowboys looked help like hapless. So they ended up looking a little bit better with their comeback. Um, but I know Dak had a great pass. I think I can't remember. Cooper in the back of the right, right end zone. Um, but... They fall up short in that in that manner that we discussed earlier. So here's Ryan again. Let's see what he had to say. He followed up. Uh, it's Ryan. I'm still from San Angelo, and I still want to kill myself. But this happens every year, and I could. I can't believe I was actually optimistic about the Cowboys. Like, it's something every single year, and this year they forgot how to play football, and it's just penalty, penalty, penalty. Oh, my God. This was so fucking annoying. Um, Then the defense didn't even fucking work for the first half. Dope. And just... That, too. Fucking... Find new ways to... At all. Eat my heart out. Ooh. I felt that. Uh, Yep. This is it. Um, I know people hate whenever other people leave multiple voicemails, but... I'm going to join Tyler because uh, he's probably already talked about killing himself. So I'm just going to go join him. Um, once again, have a good podcast. Oh, we have two people referencing Tyler. That's great. Uh, yeah. In the beginning, I was like, damn, because the Niners were passing or throwing all over them. Running too. It's like Dan Quinn, bro. Come on. I don't like that defense anyway. Uh, when the Jaguars left that Seattle scheme doing what they're doing this year, so much better. Um, although I know 2017 Jaguars fucking historical defense, but um, yeah, it's vulnerable. In the tw- 2017, when we had that 2017 defense, when we went to San Fran, they picked us apart. If you face a good offensive coordinator, they will pick that defense apart. Um, there's my two cents on the Seattle one high scheme, whatever they call it. Uh, Porter Thackeray, Steelers Chiefs update. Let's see what he has to say. What's up, guys? Um, I'm just getting settled in to my hotel room again after the Chewers, the Chewers, Steves, <laughs> Steelers Chiefs game. Chewers, um, I'm not really Steves. too disappointed. Everything that happened is what I expected to happen, and um, it was just cool to see Ben playing his last game. Um. Arrowhead was dope. I hate Chiefs fans, mm. but they're really passionate, so I'll give them that. Um, it was kind of cold, but nothing that really bothered me too much. Um, I do have a question for you guys. Good. Do you have any rules Good. for jerseys with sports? Like, do you think it's weird to have another man's name on your back? I saw a podcast where they were saying that you can't have a jersey with – with someone that's younger than you mm. because that means you're looking up to him. Huh. What are your thoughts on that stuff? That, you guys have a good show. As I've gotten older, that's been weird. Like 
having a jersey of Trevor Lawrence is kind of like I have a jersey, but it is weird to wear that guy's name on my back considering he's younger than me, even though it feels like because I'm such a fan of his, it feels like he's older than me. So because it feels like I'm looking up to him. Um, I'm done buying jerseys. I will only buy jerseys. I've wasted way too much money on jerseys of Jags players that haven't turned out. So um, I think, I, yeah, I think uh, Trevor has been the first Jags quarterback that I haven't gotten a jersey of. Um, but, damn, in, in terms of, like, would you get a jersey younger of a player younger than you? What about you? I don't buy jerseys at all anymore. I get merch. your name. I get logo merch or yeah, my name. But even then I haven't bought a custom in a while. Like I, I much prefer the merch that just has a logo on it. I don't do the Jersey shit anymore. I think I'm done buying jerseys with other players names on it because I'm getting up there in age and it feels weird. Like I, when I was younger, I remember my one of the Christmases I got a a Byron Leftwich or a David Garrard jersey, and I was so or Jones Drew. I was so excited. It was they were like my my role model. Now I'm older than these people. <laughs> it's weird. It's like I I don't I don't want to rock your name. Like I what am I a simp? Last tell us is it gay to have other man's name on your back? Last jersey I was gifted for Christmas was Fournette when we had those 2017 unis and someone recently just gave me a saquon giants jersey because he had a duplicate and he knew i liked saquon so other than that your boy's not buying jerseys anymore i'm getting windbreakers tees long sleeve sweatpants i'm rocking the brand i'm not rocking these players no more the players come and go especially in today's nfl with like jalen ramsey fiasco like i have a ramsey jersey i'm done doing that Surprised it's still in there. Yeah, I don't know what to do with it. Bonfire. Maybe in like, I'm sure in, when he, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, so I'm sure I'm holding on to that will be worth something. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm done. I'm done rocking. Done rocking the names. He ain't no Ed Reed. We'll see. I mean, he's getting lost in a shuffle in L.A. I felt like he was a storyline once a month in the NFL when he was on the Jags. He has just gone off the radar. As far as, like, I, maybe I was too close to it because he was on the Jags, so I noticed, like, more Jalen stories, but I he's, like, just another piece of the puzzle in, in L.A. Like, I do not – he is not as big of a name now that he was than he was when he was on the Jags. If you're a listener and you're a fan of another team with another perspective and you think differently, let me know. Because that's just my perspective of of Jalen right now. Like he's he's kind of lost lost in the shuffle there in L.A. Yeah, and maybe it's because a lot of teams just don't throw it his way, so he can't call on his name. So he's just being forgotten about because all the attention's been on Cup this year, and everyone mostly talks about Aaron Donald before they talk about Jalen Ramsey. So he's taking a little step back. But yeah, I was so ex- I was so happy when we were in, at SoFi and. Donald they were came out last. They were introducing the Rams <laughs> defense. I was like, if they fucking do Ramsey last, I'm gonna lose my shit. So they did Ramsey, and then I was like, oh, they haven't done Donald yet. Donald yet. Thank goodness. Then they did Donald, and he was like the biggest and most cheered player there. I was like, okay, good. 
Glad they didn't troll us with putting Ramsey last. Uh, next, we got our boy Brian Olson from San Antonio. Or the outskirts. What's up, daddies? It's your boy Brian. Uh, just call and say what's up. Uh, it was an interesting week of NFL. Uh, it was cool to watch and sit back and relax and watch some football. Um, I just want to give a shout, shout out to Nickelodeon. The Nickelodeon broadcast was dope as hell. Um, like halfway through, like it, it, it was a little gimmicky at first and it was kind of weird. But then like halfway through, like they actually it got good because, you know, they were actually commenting on the game and they were doing a really good job of that. And it like it was it was a legit broadcast and it was fun. It was cool. It was something different. Um, you know, Cowboys Law, shout out. Sorry to my Cowboys homies. I'm hurting for you. Tyler, I'm sorry that your Raiders lost, but you kind of expected that. Joe Burrow can have my children. That man has the swag. Makes me so horny. Uh, I'm running out of time, so I'm going to send another one. Okay, hey, it's, it's Brian again. Um, so my uh, my second point is that I'm really mad at the Chargers for not going for that tie. I had to watch Ben Roethlisberger's old ass geriatric ass get pounded by Beth by uh, Matt Patrick Mahomes. Pause. Um, so that was annoying. I would have much rather seen Justin Herbert in the playoffs than Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, anyway, lastly, how about would you rather? A couple yes. of would you rather's. Would you rather be blind for the rest of your life, or would you rather be deaf for the rest of your life, and why? But then my second would you rather is, would you rather lose your legs um, or be, like, paralyzed from the waist down, or would you rather get your arms cut off? Um, yeah. So, love you, boys. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, very, very basic would you rather. Yeah, very basic. Probably, uh, probably ones we've heard since birth. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm going. I want. I want to be able to see. So I'll give me the deaf. Yeah, I would love to be able to see. Yeah, imagine being blind. Yeah, imagine being. Oh, I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> what am I, a spider? Yeah, I don't know how Stevie Wonder's been doing it, but I would rather be deaf. Like I don't want to hear half the bullshit I hear every day. I'd miss. I would miss music, but that's about it. Yeah, that that's a big one. Actually, that's music. <laughs> that's a big one. I would li- listen to anything. That's suck. That it's gonna suck either yeah. way. But I would. But I'd I much need rather, to see. I'd much rather have my sight than listen to music. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. The other one, limbs, arms versus. He said paralyzed from the waist down. As arms, legs. Fuck it. <laughs> arms or legs. Hmm. I mean, you need the arms. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I'm, you know, I'm almost out of these legs anyway. So <laughs> you are. I'd much rather have these bad boys. <laughs> Roll that wheelchair, baby. All right. Thank you, Brian. Time. Love you, Brian. Yo, Donna Drew. It's my first time calling in. I've listened since about 2016. I was in middle school back then, and now I'm a freshman at UTK Master. But let's get to the question. So, who's quarterback? Give me Ryan Tannehill. That's my guy. He, he's really underrated, you know, in a lot of ways. I know uh, you guys would agree as Jaguars fans. He's kicked your ass. He's been, you know, as long as he's been on the team, really. And just that little Tannehill, 
he does when he walks in the end zone is just is just nothing like it. And you know, I have to give big like stick for his his teammate, the guy in the backfield, Derrick Henry. I mean, just look at the look at the thing in the back of his head. That's all. That's all you need to know. Uh, honorable mention to Joe Mixon and Leonard Fournette right there for biggest uh, stick. And don't sleep oh. on Kyle Juszczyk. I think he's acting. He's answering He was answering the questions in the oh, original the, message. The, the biggest stick and oh, okay. cutest quarterback. Who's the quarterback? Oh, he said Ryan Tannehill, I cutest guess. quarterback. Underrated looks. So yeah, he Eric sent out a text saying who's the cutest quarterback left in the playoffs and who which running back has the biggest, biggest stick. stick. And I guess he said, uh, he said Henry, Henry, and, and then Ryan Tannehill, and then Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, well, Ryan Tannehill is not the cutest quarterback. There's one answer here. It's Joe Burrow. Um, but I appreciate this guy calling in. Uh, it sounded like you were calling us from the uh, a tropical rainforest. It sounded like it was raining pretty heavily where you are. Um, don't be a stranger. Anything you want to add to that call? Um, no, but I agree with the Joe Mixon with the big stick. I think he's got a hog. Bro, can you imagine Derrick Henry's? Or do you think it looks small because he's so big? I think I think every NFL player probably looks massive because of their abs. It's a it's a thing. Like, the thinner you are, the bigger your shit looks. Yeah. So, I think Derrick Henry's is probably just as big as Joe Mixon's. They probably all have the same size dick. But next. 12 inches. <laughs> Yo, what up, Dun and Drew? Jeez. Josh calling from the uh, Bay Area in California. Just calling to celebrate the 49ers dub against Dallas. Boy, we whooped them boys' ass, bro. They have no discipline whatsoever. 49ers, we are killing it. Debo's killing it. Eli Mitchell's killing it. Jimmy G, you know, he, he tried to throw the game a little bit, but... <laughs> He's killing it too, I guess. Um, definitely, we're gonna go into Green Bay and we're gonna try and do the same thing. He's you know, Aaron Rodgers uh, is a different beast than Dak, but Common I sense. think um, the 49ers have a good chance to take it in Green Bay. Um, Debo definitely's got the biggest stick as the remaining RB slash wide receiver, <laughs> and um, Jimmy G's the cutest quarterback. Have a good pod. Bye. Way too biased, <laughs> and but I do like your Debo Samuel with biggest stick. I mean, if you can play right wide receiver and running back as good as Debo does both, you got a pretty good big stick. Yeah, he's got a massive one. I know Fournette though; he's his is huge. You seen it? No, but I know you've seen it. Come on, projecting. You've seen it. Don't say it like that. <laughs> I've seen it. Uh, yeah, Eagles, Steelers fans, listen to Josh. You know. He didn't come in here and be like, yeah, we're going to beat the Packers' ass. No, he recognized the opponent and said, we're going to try, and they have a good chance. Steelers, Eagles, you had none. That's the difference here. Thank you for the call, Josh. Go Niners. Hey, it's Diesel. I'm getting excited for this Chiefs-Bills matchup Saturday night in Arrowhead. I think it's going to be a really good playoff game. My question to y'all is, what do you think the final score will be, and how many trick plays in the red zone will the Chiefs do? Um, oh, okay, I, I hope you guys have a good podcast, and love you, boys. Peace. Oh, that's, that was a very good kiss. Thank you. Who did the Who did the fake throw underhand toss? Was that the Chiefs this weekend? 
in the Reds uh, when they were on the goal line. I only remember Kelsey throwing a TD pass. Yeah, Kelsey did do a, throw a TD pass. Uh, final score: Chiefs versus Bills. I hope this is like a forty-five, forty-two mm. game. You don't see that. I see thirties, maybe. <sighs> yeah. I, Are, Bill's defense so good. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna show the fuck up. I think it's gonna be like twenty eight, twenty five, some weird shit. Give me thirty one to thirty, Chiefs. If this is a blowout, I'm be pissed. If this is one sided, somehow, I'm angry already thinking about that scenario. You're not capping off division. Weekend with a fucking blowout in a game that's supposed to be game of the weekend. Give me 28-25 Bills. Stefan Diggs, you did it. You did it. Nah, he didn't do it. Chiefs <laughs> winning this one. Uh, 31-30. Um, Sleep. It's going to be so good, though. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Sunday night. Yeah. Please. 6.30. Be there. Is it CBS or NBC? <laughs> Let me check on that. Because that also affects things. It's CBS. So it's definitely Romo and Nance. So who has... Oh, so Sunday Night Football is Saturday night. So that would be 49ers Packers. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, no. That's Fox. The fuck? Maybe uh, if they don't put put Troy Aikman on that one, he's going to blow a gasket. So is NBC just not having a – oh, okay. NBC has rant – oh, no, I'm sorry. 49ers, Packers. Oh. The fuck? NBC – oh, wait. Sorry, guys. NBC has uh, Rams, Bucks at 3. And CBS has Bills, Chiefs at 6.30. Good. Good stuff. Uh, next one, we, we uh, Devin, what you got? Don and Drew, what is up? This What's is up? Devin from Hello. Minnesota. Nice to meet this you. my first time calling in. Thank you and for calling. I just calling. wanted to oh. say the Vikings going to get their shit together. Vikings. Vikings. I mean, this is so bad. We need, we're like in a win-now situation, and I think we should face somebody <laughs> like this. off-season situation. We're just going to waste our talent the we have. So over. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Have a good pod, guys. Boy, you two weeks late. <laughs> but thank you for the call. Yeah, they, I love first-time callers, so I appreciate your call, even though, uh, yeah, you're a little irrelevant right now. We'll talk about you in free agency. What's going to happen with Justin Jefferson? Is he content? Y'all trading him? You'll probably not trade him. Coming to Duval, baby. Kirk Cousins, what's happening with him? Are you guys just going to run it back with Cousins, Cook, Jefferson? Stay mid. Yeah, like, come on. Let's make some headway here in the NFC North. Hey, Dunn and Drew. This Hello. is Anthony. New to the pod and Discord, just wanted to introduce myself and Anthony send a Johnson. question your way at the end. Uh, Notre Dame fan, Cubs and Trailblazers fan, uh, corn and raised in Indiana, corn. but I live in Seattle now. <laughs> um, everybody thinks that I'm a Colts fan, but I just can't jump on board with the year-long lease they're signing at quarterback, so big fantasy football player, and that's where I'm at. Question for you guys. Um, been asking people that I know about this as well. So I wanted to send it your way. Uh, what would it take to 
go away from your respected fan base. I mean, you guys are talking smack about the Jaguars' GM and their, his horrible decisions at hiring the head coaches. So what would it take to no longer be a Jags fan? I want to hear from you guys and tell me what you think. Later. First off, welcome to the Discord and thanks for calling. Very random series of teams you said. Notre Dame, Cubs, Blazers living in Seattle now. So random. Um, what will it take for me to not be a fan of the Jags anymore? It'll take one more season. What? And then I'm out of here. No, you're not. I'm out of here. One more year, I'm out of here. Out of here. You're going to still be a fan. I'm gone. They go 10-7. and seven, You're going to feel great. Well, first it depends. 10-7. and seven. They go 10-7 and seven in 2024 after you're not a fan for a year. You'll be right back on the bandwagon. Well, if that happens, and thank God, it was because of me. Okay. But first of all, it's going to start with who the fuck's coming in here to coach this team of God, this god-awful team again. We got to go through this again. <laughs> so first that. Then off-season moves, draft, free agency. What are we going to do? We got – because this is the year to do it. Like last year, we got our draft pick. Yay. We got ETM, whatever. This year – we got a new coach coming in, GM up in the air, and we have some money to spend. So whatever happens this year, this is going to be the year that sets our future up for the next however many years. Because after this, what are we going to have? We're going to have Trevor at year three, probably contemplating getting the fuck out of here if it's bad. And we have nothing to gauge right now from this last season we just watched. So everything moving forward is going to be this offseason. And it's going to set us up. I'll never not be a fan of the Jags unless they left the city and went somewhere that I could never even associate myself with, like fucking Europe. <laughs> but that's not going to happen. So I'll always be a Jags fan. I fucking literally follow an NF- NHL team across the pond in Seattle. So I'm loyal no matter pond. where my teams go. Ain't no pond. <laughs> There's a few ponds. But I'm here to stay. I ain't going nowhere. I've said it before. Everyone's asked me, yo, why don't you just switch teams? I can't. The fuck? It's not that simple when you're a real fan of a team. You stick with them through everything. Yeah, I would love to switch teams. Would love it. But there's just you can't replicate the feel. Like if I so the so the only situation would happen if they moved. Uh, I know people tease us about that a lot, but that's not. There's no indication, no signs that that's going to happen. Like if like the Seattle or not Seattle. St. Louis Rams fans are they are they a fans of L.A. Rams? I don't I don't know, but I know Raiders fans are fans of Vegas Raiders. Well, they didn't uh, move that far. But if the Jaguars made a move, um, and I tried to be a fan of the Bucks or the Dolphins <laughs> or the Falcons or um, any other team, the same feelings that I have now of when the Jaguars are bad or when they win would not be there. I don't know what it would take to replicate, but I've tried it in NBA. Yeah, you have. <laughs> and I don't feel the same thing, which is why I haven't found a team to stick with. Uh, there's admitting he's not a Bulls fan. There was a couple of years where I felt very passionate about, oh my God, when the Bills were beating the Heat, when they beat the, the Heat Bills? and ended, when the Bulls beat the Heat, and ended the Heat's like twenty six game winning streak. I was so pumped, like I that was the closest I've gotten to feeling something for another team. Um, 
But if the Jaguars, if something happened, if they moved, there's no way I could feel the same thing. I think my fandom would be would go to where yours is, Anthony. It would be just uh, ride and die with my fantasy players. If yeah. I have like three from a fantasy team or from an NFL team, that would be my team that year. Um, and I'd just be a fan of good football. Because NFL's our first sport, so it's it'd be tough to just go jump to a another team and be a fan of them because this Jags fandom has been brewing for yeah. half our lives. We can't just jump to another team and get that same feeling. But if if they if we're on if it's twenty twenty four and we still haven't seen us put a good team around Trevor and or maybe we run Trevor out of town, that's when that might ask me then if I'm done. I could be close to quitting on this team. Um and what does that mean? Maybe it means I stop buying tickets, maybe I stop by going to the game. But I think it also means that if they get good again, I'm back on board. I think that's fair. If I become a bandwagon fan, if I just say fuck you until you're good, that's what I might end up doing. I might not, not if they don't move, I might not ever stop being a fan. But it's just what kind of fan? I could become a fan weather, uh, fair weather fan. Or I'm just like you know what? I'm done with you until you're good. Fuck you. Um, so it's a long answer for you. Uh, Alex, Alex, Dr. Seuss, what you got? What's good guys. It's Alex. Uh, figured I'd answer the questions that were sent out, uh, starting off house 2022 going for me. Not too bad. Can't really complain. Uh, neurology's really kicking my butt. Don't really know a word I'm learning, but we'll get the hang of it. Eventually first test on Friday. We'll figure it out. Secondly, who's the cutest quarterback left? I mean, Jimmy G? Jimmy G or Joe? There we go. I don't know. Jimmy G or Joe Burrow? I'll let you guys decide. And which one, which running back has the biggest stick? I love that one. I mean, Derrick Henry is coming back, but something's just telling me Mixon. Joe Mixon has hey. an absolute <laughs> haul. Uh, don't really have peace. much to say. Catch you guys in a couple of months. Love you. Bye. Couple. That shit ain't till July, Alex. Unless you unless Vegas. You, unless you sneaking up on us, boy. Is he coming to the draft in Vegas? Uh, I might not go anymore. Choking. All right, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh my God! What? A, Who I haven't heard from this guy in a minute. Wait, let me guess. I got nothing. It'll be a surprise. Ready? Hey, gentlemen. Christian here. Um, I tried using your oh. link that you sent in the Discord for voicemails, but it didn't work, I don't think. So I'm just going to give you a short story, I guess, or a quick summary of my last one. But yeah, Green Bay football, let's go. Um, excited. Um, we don't normally play well after long periods, of, like a bye week, if you, I guess. Um, so hopefully Ross doesn't come into the play. Um, Hopefully we get to three straight years of NFC Championship appearances. You know that's always fun. Um, I know the losing teams don't really losing teams fans don't like to hear about that, but losing an NFC Championship the last few years hasn't been fun either. Um, you get you work so hard, you watch your team play so well all year just for them to make it to the end and almost kind of choke it in a way. Um, time's about to run up, so I got a little more to say. Hold on. That's cute ass. Um, but yeah, Christian here again, um, part two, um, but yeah, you know, like you'd hate to see your team play so well to just like fuck up at the end of the year like that. Um, 
but I think it's our year. You know, a lot of our other guys have stepped up this year. Devon J. Crambo came out of nowhere. Rizal Douglas came out of nowhere this year. <laughs> um, but yeah, super excited. Some quick NBA news. Um, Bulls. Andy, our Bulls. Fucking I think we're losing the fourth straight. Um, Lonzo and Levine are both hurt. And we're going to be out without Levine for a while. So we'll get through it. We'll get through it. I don't know if we got to make a trade for somebody. We'll be in the mud uh, for little. We need to because our bench is pretty lo- uh, shallow. We got nobody. Everyone's hurt. Mud. Um, hate, would hate to part, depart with Kobe, Kobe mm. White, but um, we got to do what we got to do to get this ring. So um, yeah, love you guys. Miss you guys. And um, Dunn and Drew 4L. 4L. 21. 21. 21 Savage reference. Um, yeah, it must be tough losing the NFC Championship three years in a row. Make it four. Not yet. It's two. Oh, I thought he said three. Possible to be a three. I mean, if it happens again, like... Who was the year before last? Who they play? So they play the Bucks, and then the year before that, they played um, whoever went to the Super Bowl that year. Who did... Uh, 49ers? Oh, shit. No. Was it not Niners Chiefs? Oh, yeah. It was Niners Chiefs. Damn, Niners were just there. Damn, I didn't I do not remember the Niners just being in the Super Bowl. Jesus. Damn, they had one of those Patriots years, mid and then back right back. Damn. I guess they did lose to the Niners in the NFC Championship. Damn. So Rodgers got some demons this this weekend. To exercise, yeah. Yikes. That should be a good game. Uh, Christian, thank you for your call. Love you. Good luck to your team. Bulls will be fine. What's good, Dunn and Drew? It is Zach calling to you from Gainesville, Florida. It's been a couple weeks since I called in. You've been a little light on the voicemails. Figured I'd give you a call, buddy. Um, talk about gymnastics, because apparently that's the only sport that uh, Florida Gators are good at. <laughs> we were playing Alabama this past weekend, losing by a quarter of the point with the final two routines on the floor to go. Both of them posted perfect tens. <laughs> I don't watch gymnastics, but apparently that's pretty good. Um, so, you know, hey, at least there's a positive with Florida Gator sports. Um Otherwise, got a question for y'all. If you had to choose between prime Giannis and prime LeBron to go to the Jaguars and play football for y'all, which one are you choosing? Um, That's all I got. Hope you have a great rest of the pod. Love y'all, boys. I'm choosing prime LeBron because Giannis, while he's... Fuck. LeBron, like we've seen, he's... He's just so talented. Anything he does, Giannis, I feel like I feel he, like he'd be a little uncoordinated. Yeah, in football. I feel like LeBron is running them routes. Yeah, and LeBron's six foot what eight? Yeah, and like Megatron was six five, and LeBron has a wide receiver body. LeBron could line up a tight end, wide receiver, D end, but we'd use him on offense. I think, but just imagine he could play anywhere. And he's going stupid. So give me prime LeBron. God, that would be. Imagine. I remember when the NBA had a lockout. And he was talking about coming to the NFL. <laughs> yeah, give me prime. Give me prime LBJ. Um, gymnastics. I actually covered gymnastic one. Gymnastics once. I was a, a scorekeeper for I think the Gators. Oh. Speaking of the Gators, the Gators were. It was I think it was the SEC. 
it was something, but it, it had all the SEC teams, Bama, Tennessee, Georgia, all the gymnastics players were in uh, Jacksonville for some kind of um, championship. And uh, I was I was keeping score. They paid me. So there's a little tidbit about me. You didn't know Zachary Frelich? Shit, I ain't know either. <laughs> Mitchell Cowell. I, we love Mitchell. Cowell. What's up, Dunn and Drew? It's Mitch from Milwaukee. Um, to answer your question, obviously the hottest quarterback of all time is Tom Brady. Um, Jimmy G is pretty cute too, but people forget that Jared Goff looks like Ryan Gosling, so that needs to be talked about more. He's not a player, um, so. Biggest <laughs> stick in the NFL, Derrick Henry, whether you're talking about penis size or the ability to run people over. I can't imagine his dick being less than 12 inches soft. He's fucking, he's just a monster. Um, 2022 is okay. Wish the Jags would fire Bulky, but that's fine. Oh, For now, it? if we hire a good coach. Yeah, it's not fine. Um, and it's fucking cold here, so wish I was in warm weather. But all right, have a good pod. Love you. He is up in Milwaukee, too, with all those Packers fans. But he does like the Bucks, I believe, so. A little balance there, Mitch. Thank you for the call. Derrick Henry, now I want to see his stick. Everybody's been saying him. Jesus Christ. It's Colin. Big ass off my door right now sitting on my couch. Figured this was a good time to, you know, call in. Call in. Um, as far as the community text is concerned, the cutest uh, quarterback remaining in the playoffs is, um, I guess, I guess Brady. I mean, you know, and um, Eagles <laughs> loss. That was terrible. Uh, I mean, like I didn't even get to like have fun. You know, that sucks. ASMR. What can you do, you know? Have you guys seen... Uh, <laughs> He's doing this shit on purpose. Have you seen what? Did you see, hear what he said? Did he cut out? No, he said it, but we were, we were talking. <laughs> uh, calling you calling him like that again with that voice? He's going to have me bricked up. Um, I'm, sh- I'm so mad that people don't aren't saying Joe Burrow. Like, I get it. That's maybe too obvious of an answer, but eh, Brady, Garoppolo, whatever. We all have different tastes. Uh, God, you're angry. <laughs> Colin, thank you for the call. This next one is from John Queef. Mm, interesting. <laughs> all right, Dun and Drew. Uh, Would you boys rather live a life without air conditioning or never be this? able to use deodorant <laughs> again? Oh God! Man came out of nowhere with a wish. Uh, I would never wear deodorant again. I feel like we've talked about this. Yes. Where was I when I didn't wear deodorant? Oh, I was at uh, Universal Studios. Oh my God! This last year, and I didn't wear. De- I forgot my deodorant, and I smelled fine. I didn't smell bad. Like I think I'm different. You're, yeah, you're different. I'm built different. Like I don't wash my legs, and they don't smell. I never wash my asshole. Well, I do. Maybe. What the fuck? I wash my asshole like what once a week, and what? it never smells. Like I'm, I mean, do I smell? I'm built different. So you you shit and you, but you don't wash your. I asshole. wipe with a, you wipe when I yeah, but I don't like wash in there with like soap and water every every day. 
<laughs> and you think that's fine because it doesn't stink. Yes. <laughs> Look at the fuck off this cow. <laughs> boy, if I did that, boy, I smell like a motherfucker. <laughs> That's why I built different. Once a week. Wow. Maybe. I forgot deodorant at the gym today, and I smelled disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell that shit walking. I can smell my armpits I mean, when yes, I forget deodorant. For sure. There are times where I, I'm not wearing deodorant, and I can tell it's like it's like B.O. bad. But... <sighs> There are also times where I could definitely live without it. But obviously, the alternative is no AC. I'm choosing no deodorant, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? I, I do need AC. I live in fucking Florida. It's hot yeah. as fuck. I, I, need, I need cold air. That's fucking gross, though. All right. We're putting this on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> well, nothing, I haven't said anything crazier. Clip that, Colin. Uh, Jake Deagle. Diesel. Oh, Deagle. My bad. Sorry. What's up, daddies? Jake calling back. Licking my wounds from last night. Actually, that was it was actually super funny at, at, at a certain point. Like, that Kyler interception in the end zone. Holy shit. Me and my dad were cracking up laughing. But looks like we're still going to keep uh, Spliff Dingleberry around. Good thing J.J. Watt had, like, his, his comeback tour just to get embarrassed on national television well on a different subject i just picked up subway after the gym at the purple paradise damn i did the same thing today and i know we had a discussion in the discord about sandwich chains today but i think we can all agree that subway is <clears throat> mama mid <laughs> yeah i think that's all until next week <laughs> It is. I went to the Purple Paradise today. Subway right next to it. Had a sub after. Subway is mid as fuck. I just went there because I wanted a load of fucking veggies in me with some meat. <laughs> but Subway's so bad, bro. Bro, I they would... keep the the meat like so gross sitting there in the. It does in it their looks, containers. Their spinach is wilted and and disgusting. The meat's cold. It's just sitting there. The best part Being of refrigerated. Best part of that Subway sandwich was probably the oil and vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the salt and pepper. The I don't even put that on it. Oregano. Mm-mm. No seasoning on my sub. Just just straight wetness. Um, take me to Firehouse or nothing because I used to love or Pub Sub because we were Publix, but I used to love the chicken carbonara from Olive Garden. That was my go-to sub. All the time when I was in high school. An Olive Garden sub? I mean, what the fuck is that place called? Quiznos. Olive Garden! Definitely not tomato, tomato, tomato. Yeah, definitely not. Not sure why I said Olive Garden. Why I'm thinking about pasta. Probably because of the carbonara. It's an Italian-ass name. But yeah, Quiznos was my go-to. Right now it's Firehouse. I don't like any other sub place. Jersey Mike's trash. Jimmy John's trash. Subway trash, but it was close. That's it. That's all I got. I'll go to Jimmy John's every now and then because um, you know what you're getting. It's about the same every time. Quiznos I loved in high school. 
used to go there every day for lunch and just sit in my car and listen to Sirius NFL radio and eat my Quiznos torpedo sub. It's delicious. Um, what else did he talk about? Oh, he talked about the, what game? What game did he talk about? Oh, oh, Kyler. Yeah, that, that pick that he threw, that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, they got ran by them boys. Uh, next caller is Neil Young. Neil. Hey, it's Neil from New York, uh, from Wisconsin originally. So huge Packers fan. Pretty nervous about this week. Uh, San Francisco has seemed to have our number basically my entire life feels like in the playoffs. Um, Eric, please don't pick the Packers to win. You're going to jinx us. Uh, that's all I got to say. Go Pack Go. Three games. Two games. We got to win at Lambeau. And we're in Super Bowl. Go Pack Go. Eric, please don't pick the Packers. But <laughs> uh, All right. Let's we're get, getting there. <laughs> yeah, let's get to our game picks. Um Saturday, we have Bengals at Titans at 4.30. Um, who you got? I've got the Cincinnati Bengals here. Not just saying this out of Titans animosity. I think the Bengals, well, I really haven't watched the Titans all year. I'm not understanding how Mike Vrabel has been able to lead this team to a first seed. But something, something in the air got me, got me feeling Bengals winning this game. Joe Burrow just doesn't look like he's going to make any mistakes to lose this game. So... Um, Titans have to prove me wrong, but I got Bengals in this one. So you like what? Like how did Vrabel lead them to the first seed in the AFC, considering all these injuries? Uh, I can tell you this: this is the healthiest they will have been all season. Yeah. This the Titans will likely have all twenty-two starters available for this game versus Bengals. And the Bengals are 0-7 all-time on the road in the playoffs. Um, I'm not like a superstitious guy. History does repeat itself, but... And I do feel like five of those were against the Texans in the Andy Dalton years. But uh, I'm going Titans for those reasons. Yeah, I can definitely see... You can see Derrick Henry and Tannehill and the Titans just big boy in them. Yeah, I can see that happening. That's who I have in that game. So there's opportunity one for you to take a lead or for me to take a lead. Yeah. Uh, so one of us after that game will have a lead over the other. And then when, oh, that second game we both have. 49ers at Packers, both have the Packers here. Um, We had a Christian called in, said Packers aren't that great after a bye. Well, this is the NFC Championship. So. Well, so Neil asked you not to pick the Packers. Do you are you able to swing 49ers here? I'm not. I I'm picking the Packers and if I am somehow a jinx for you Neil, then that would be great. 49ers winning this game, taking on either the Bucks or the Rams, give me that. Why? Give me Packers. I like chaos. Of yeah. chaos. Can you imagine if Bucks go with the Packers again and beat them? Anyway, uh, but Neil, uh, don't fret. I also have the Packers, so maybe it's not an <laughs> Eric thing this time. Don't fret. Uh, this isn't where the Packers lose. They'll lose in the NFC Championship game. That's uh, next week. And then Sunday, 3 o'clock, Rams taking their West Coast asses all the way over here to Florida to take on Tom Brady and the Godwinless. Buccaneers and as much as I think the Rams have a great shot to win this game 
I have to save my Super Bowl pick. I can't pick the Bucks in the Super Bowl and be like, oh, they're going to lose to the Rams. So I'm riding with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, taking the GOAT. I'm taking the not-so-bold pick. Tom Brady will find a way to dice up Jalen, Vaughn, Aaron Donald at home and win this game. Did you know Tom Brady is older than every opposing NFC head coach? Jesus. Isn't that crazy? He's even older than Byron Leftwich, his offensive coordinator, our future head coach. This man is uh, timeless. Timeless. Uh, I'm taking the Rams because I have to stay true to my NFC, my Super Bowl matchup, Rams-Chiefs. Uh, they just, if they if they hit this wave, they can they can carry this all the way to a Super Bowl victory, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I, fuck. I don't want Jalen <laughs> to win a Super Bowl. But they're too stacked. Too stacked. OBJ, Stafford, and, 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 Cup. They would host it. Oh, my God, they would. That would be – so before last year, we hadn't had any team ever host the Super Bowl at their home stadium. Could we have two in a row? Two in a row. Three in a row. Who's next? I'm just kidding because it's the Cardinals. Oh. <laughs> Super Bowl in, in Glendale, no. The Pro Bowl is in Vegas. When were the Ra- will the Raiders host the Super Bowl? I think they took that off the schedule for some reason. Uh, Give me Rams. I mean – Ramsey, Donald, Miller, Stafford, Crazy. Cup, OBJ. Cup, damn, forgot about Cup. That's a fucking that, all-star that, team. That Bucks team, though, man. They yeah, are, I would love. I would love the Bucks to win. They stick together, man. I I got a feeling that defense is is cooking up a way to stop that offense. They got to Shaquille Barrett. I hope Vita Vey is back. I know Leftwich in the lab with Brady right now. Oh my God. If I can see Leftwich dicing up that Rams D, ooh, Shad Khan, get him on the phone again. Get him on the phone, buddy. But I got uh You got Rams. Rams thirty one bucks. Ooh, this would be a close one. Twenty eight. It'd be a close one. Brady not going down easily. No, He'll be not. back next year <laughs> and the year after. So crazy. Like, didn't he have... When the fuck is he leaving? Ever? In 2018 on the Patriots, like, they, like, changed their team. They were, like, run first, pass as little as possible because Brady can't get it to the other players. Like, Brady's not the same. And here he is, throwing for 5,000 yards. Some fuck. Leads and touchdowns. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, six thirty wow. Sunday. Bills at Chiefs game of the week. I deem it. I I'd agree. Uh, low key Bills Rams might look better. Who's favored? I haven't looked at favorites yet. Yeah, you didn't look these. at any of these. I'd like to know all of them. Um, Titans three and a half. <laughs> Packers five and a half. Bucks three. Chiefs one and a half. Sorry. Was... All the home teams are favored. Okay. Chiefs how much? One and a half. Okay. I've got Bills, as you guys heard earlier. Teams build different right now. They're out for war. They're out for revenge. A lot of, like all these teams left in the playoffs, whoever wins the Super Bowl, 
mean, this is very obvious to say, but you have to go through a fucking slaughter. <laughs> These are some good ass teams left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the Super Bowl, whoever wins the Super Bowl this year, earning the fuck out of that shit. Like Packers, Rams, Bucks, Bills, Chiefs, Titans, Bengals. Like Brady in the Bucks last year, they went through the buzzsaw. They had to beat um, the Saints in New Orleans, mm-hmm. the Packers in Green Bay. There was another one, too. Yeah. Because Bucks didn't even win the division last year. No, they were on the road. This last Sunday was their first home playoff game in forever. Yeah. Don't remember the third team they played. So you obviously have Bills. I have Chiefs. Close game. We'll see you Sunday. We'll see you Sunday, guys. Saturday. So after this weekend, either one of us will have a significant lead, could be tied. We'll see. I hope that my Super Bowl picks stay intact because this is the week where everything could fall apart. But we'll see. Dun and Drew is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a daily over under fantasy app available in several states. Download the app, see if it's available near you. How you play, you pick an over and under projection on two to five players, and you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. Now, if you're like me, it's zero, but you may have better luck than me. It allows for mixed sports entries. You can mix NFL with NBA, tennis with video games, soccer with boxing, whatever you wish, whatever your heart desires to win some money. So we are going to run through some projections here. little game we got. Um, give me – so we'll do Saturday. Give me the Saturday. Give me players in Saturday first. And then give me players in Sunday after that. And we'll see if we can guess these. Oh, damn. They added hella quarterbacks. Yeah, I noticed. Because like, you asked them? Midwood, no, I didn't say a word. So he must have. All right. Which quarterback beat. this weekend, which quarterback's over under is the highest at 285 and a half? Out of all weekend, huh? Yep. I'm going to say it's Stafford. Wrong. Shit. No, no, no. Mahomes. Wrong. Damn. Don't bees at me, babe. It's P. 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 Rogers. Wrong. Wow. I'm swinging and absolutely missing. Brady? Yep. Damn. The highest over under. Fourth try. Going against that Rams defense. That's wild. That's Throw me the under. Him. That's why I didn't pick him. He's going against that, that Rams D. All right. Your turn? Oh. To me? Or am I just going? Oh, I thought you were going to go another one. I was feeling it. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're already looking at uh, quarterbacks. So let me not choose those. Um, This player's over-under... Which stat? This is going to be receiving yards. 
there's so many players on here, so I'm going to give you a hint in the conference. But it's not going to be some, like, name that you're not going to think of, you know. So I ain't going to try to trick you here. 39 and a half receiving yards. This is what this player's over-under is at. In the AFC. 39 and a half. Beasley? No. Wide receiver, not a tight end, right? I gave you your hit. (laughs) (laughs) AFC, 39 and a half. Chiefs. It's not Kelsey. He's more than that. Uh, You wouldn't give me anyone else besides Hill or Kelsey. Um, Bills. It's not Diggs. He's more than that. And I already said Beasley. Um, so that I'm off that game. Uh, Titans, Julio Jones. Yep. Oh, let's go. God, I'm nice. This is why I win on this app. You said Titans. I was like, who? (laughs) (laughs) Saw it coming. Um, I feel it coming. Touchdowns, 0.5. Just kidding. (laughs) It's like everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's all they do is .5 for everybody. Uh, here we go. I'm a pick. I'm a beat. I'm a beat. Who ha- is projected? So there's two players, two wide receivers. Oh, there's one wide receiver projected the highest this this weekend at a hundred point five. Oh, I'm sure that's Cup. Okay, you got it. <laughs> All right, the next the next two are seventy point five. Which two are they? There's two that are both seventy and a half. Yeah, they're the next highest. Let's see, which is just crazy of how productive Cooper Cup is. Yo, he they took him down because he had like a he didn't really perform his yardage that he usually does. Yeah. I would. Go over on that. Like you're they're Staying giving you this week. Yeah, they're giving you some yards there. Go over on Cooper Cup this weekend. But who's that who which two receivers are at seventy and a half? They uh they're both AFC. Um Jamar Chase. Wrong. Jesus Christ. Jamar Chase is at seventy and a half. Jamar Chase is at sixty nine and a half. Diggs and Hill? Hey, they don't call you done God for nothing. <laughs> Neither of them? Both of them. Oh. You got it right. Thank you. <laughs> done God. Um, let's let's head to running backs. Oh, we're still playing? Yeah, we're still playing. <laughs> 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 this running back is at 71 and a half rush yards. Pretty high, right? Pretty high. Where we at? We're good. Okay. Don't worry about the time. Give me your name. All right, what is it? 71 and a half rush yards. You don't get a conference. <sighs> Only eight teams. All right, let's go down the list. Chiefs, nope. They're banged up and who knows who's starting. Bills, it's not Moss. No, that's gross, dirty. Um, <laughs> Titans, ooh. Ooh. And is this the highest one? This is the highest of the players on the board. So we got Henry versus Mixon. It's going to be one of them. Because I don't see uh, I don't see Mitchell. Nah, I don't think so. 
because uh, they run with Debo. Uh, we'll just run through the NFC real quick. Uh, it's not Fournette. Um, it's not um, Sonny Michelle. So it's Mixon or Henry. Uh, let's go Henry. No. Mixon. No. What? I don't make the rules. Prize picks does. Mitchell? Yes. Wow. Mitchell, 71 and a half. Is Henry on there? Henry is not on here. Huh. So his status must be questionable. <laughs> Guess who's second? Devin Singletary. All right. On the Bills. Are you slamming that under? Because I might. No, I'm slamming Henry in. Uh, maybe I don't slam Henry, but I'm slamming uh, Mixon's over. 55 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Slam that shit. Uh, here's a question. Are we done with the prize picks? Shout out prize picks. Use our code Dun and Drew. They'll match your money. Prize picks is fun. If I don't have interest in a game, I throw money on it. It makes it so much more fun. Instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Yeah. Code Dun and Drew. Thank you. Uh, here's a question for you. So the pillars of an NFL team: quarterback, wide receiver, tackle. Defensive lineman, corner. If you had to distribute your team, one of them is a five-star player, one of them is a four-star player, one was a three, two, one. Who would you give five-star? Like, if you had to create a team, which position would you make five-star, which four-star, three, two, one, et cetera? I want a five-star quarterback. All right, wide receiver, what do you want? I'll take a, a, a two-star receiver. Oh, that- uh left tackle um four star oh bet yeah uh pass rusher three star and i'll take a one star corner so we build in this offense oh yeah we build in this offense so you this is why i'm saying this because you gotta score points to win the damn game your defense ain't gonna win you the game every single week at some point you gotta get in the end zone to match the other team's production so I'm starting with the offense. We'll build the defense next year. And you think a better lineman is more important than a better receiver? Well, Ex- I gave him I gave him three stars. Yeah, but you still said a better lineman at four stars is better than No, a- actually I gave him a two star. I gave my receiver a two star. So he's gonna be <sighs> dropping a lot of shit. But my QB can run. So the Bengals, <laughs> you know what the Bengals did? They did five star quarter oh mm. No, he five star. Five star quarterback, four star receiver. Yes. One star lineman. Yes. Three star D line, two star corner, I'd say. And yeah, their D line is top three in the NFL too. So that's another reason for the success. Shout out Trey Hendrickson. How would you guys do that at home? That's for TikTok. Because that's a clip. Clip yeah. it, Colin. Uh, we're done. Yes. Um, any other big news out here? Uh, get your free COVID test. I think you got them for us, right? For me. Yeah, I tried to do it, but they only give you four per household. So slap me too. They told you? That no, I'd, I'd put in our address to get them, and they said you only sent them they, to one household. And they said, nah, we already got your address? Yeah. They wow. said we already sent them to this address. We can't do well, I'm excited this. to and I my was, nose. And I was shocked because why is Andy ordering COVID tests? You don't give a fuck. I only did it because my mom told me to. My mom told me to, too. (laughs) I wasn't going to get them shits, but I've been buying these fucking things for 25 for two pack. And I'm like, all right, giving me four free ones, bet. 
Thanks, Biden. First good thing you did for a nigga. That's the show, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Share this episode with your parents, friends, enemies. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check us out on YouTube.com. Okay, I'll stop saying it. Don't rate us anymore. Fuck this shit. Rate us on YouTube or whatever the fuck you want to rate us on. Get in our goddamn Discord. Patreon.com slash Dun and Drew. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the Bush Clash. Just kidding. That's in two weeks. But until next time, this has been Dun and Drew, baby. Go Bills. He said they ain't doing that anymore. They're not. Fuck you. They haven't had a review since like November. I still like to say it. No, that's fine. No, not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That was my aggravation toward fans.